Nope, if, nope. If I'm just going to get it out the way right now. The, Tyrell's going to try to harass me, <laughs> purposely leave Alvin Kamara off the 41 list just oh, to mess with that. me. I would never. I okay. love the. Uh, I love a Septim Pierce King. What do you mean? It's <laughs> 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 the nastiest king. Plays with the grilling and a nose ring. That's a with the QC Uzi. chain. Yeah, Uzi Vert with a forty time. Oh my god! Wow, ass boy. All right, Chrisley on Focus Podcast Episode Forty One. Back again. Like when they said we could, not know who they is, but they said it. They said they we did. couldn't do it. I heard them. <laughs> Proved them wrong. Don't even know where they came from, but I heard them. Me either. What's popping, nah, man? What's going on it, with you? It, it's nothing much, man. Just, uh, <clears throat> you know, recovering from COVID part two. You know, just been chilling. Trying not to mm. see God mm. this week. It's, but I will you say. Know, I like sequels more than origin stories. So. <laughs> I haven't, haven't had COVID <laughs> once. And being double vaxxed and boosted, which don't use that as a case to not get vaxxed. The shit was a breeze compared to the first time. It was like a cold for two days. And then we were Gucci. Oh, that's so, cool. Yeah, get COVID once. Highly recommend it. And then uh, you, you fucking bulletproof out here basically after that. That's not and, true. Uh, uh, I mean, yeah. I didn't die. What do you mean? Bullet- so bulletproof, that's where people get messed up, right? Because you say something like that and then people feel like, oh, that means I'm never going to get it again. That's nah, not nah. what you're saying, though. You're saying nah, it's, it's going to be way less harsh if it happens exactly. again. If you think of like when you wear a bulletproof vest, it'll you could still get shot. She's just ain't going to die. I got shot. <laughs> That's not a <laughs> they, good advice either. They, you could absolutely they, die with the vest. <laughs> they let that they let that chopper spray, but hey, the bulletproof vest caught all of them. My uh, my white blood cells in their beating ass. Oh my, my antibodies doing their job. That's not how me. any of this works. <laughs> uh, hey, you come up with a better analogy on the spot, motherfucker. What do you mean? Hey, be safe. And, But due to uh, capitalism and the CDC, I cannot be safe. Literally, by definition, I'm unable to be safe. Got to have that money from other people. At least half the people I know uh, from work got COVID in the last like three, four weeks. My phone, I get more uh, exposure notifications on my phone than like Twitter notifications. It's nasty. You all have exposure notifications. Wow. Look look how together you guys are. You have it on your phone too. There's a app. Thing. No, it, it requires it to be in use here. It doesn't oh, just that's... happen. <laughs> uh, points are made. Points are made. All right, yeah. whatever. Anyway, how are you? How are you living this week? Tired as a dog, man. But I'm cool, man. Three day week coming up. Shout out my boy MLK. He did that thing. Did the nonviolence. Put put the work in. One of the bravest human beings that ever lived. That's uh, facts. Appreciate you. I wish, you. He, I wish he resorted to violence every once in a while, but uh, I commend him nonetheless. We need we need heroes like that because plenty of like that's the, that's the normal human thing to do is to to get mad and swing on somebody. Um, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. to 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 face that type of to face that type of violence, period, violence, anger, vitriol, threats, like having your whole family at risk, um, <laughs> just going into like the, the mouth of the demon, like constantly, and just. Keeping your head, keeping your chin up, wearing your best clothes, and walking straight. Like, <laughs> hey, maybe kind of depicting Martin Luther King's life in like retrospect as like a, I don't want to say as a hero story because it it is, but goddamn, was he dealing with some villains? <laughs> oh was no, they, they was getting their asses whipped. We don't we don't talk enough about how much they was getting their asses whipped. Ooh. Yeah, um, shoot, like. We're going to talk about that, too. But you remember we were talking about Channel 5 the other day, and, like, you were saying, like, how um, Andrew just, like, lets people, like, lets people be themselves, and, like, if they're a fool, they're going to act a fool and do it on their own. Like, you don't need to provoke mm-hmm. 
and that's that's basically what MLK like in the the uh, Freedom Riders and everybody marching with him. That, that's what they were doing. They were peacefully uh, yeah. protesting and assembling and all that, and wearing their best clothes, just walking in a straight line. They might sing some songs together. We're going to get out and just get people to sign up to vote, walk down this highway in the South or whatever. We're not going to harass you, antagonize you or nothing like that, but you're going to act a fool. We're going to make sure we capture this so everyone can yep. see how much of a fool you're acting. Like, and what's going on out here? Like, they walked it across ain't that us, bridge. They walked across that yeah. bridge and they were splitting niggas' heads open and all kind of wild shit. That was. You got a brick to the head in Chicago. <laughs> yeah. They blew up a church. <laughs> they were like, hey. <laughs> Hey, we're spinning the block. They're acting like the what's the Irish motherfuckers from Sunday Anarchy, the IRA or whatever. They were spinning yeah. blocks like them. Oof. Old Donna, you or old Donna, <laughs> old Flanagan, yeah. whatever. My bad. That's, yeah. that's 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 problematic. I can't. Yeah, we're used to it for you. It's what it is. <laughs> I gotta hey. make up for it for, for Jamal. Shout out, shout out, MLK. Uh, shout out, Jamal. For real, for real. One of my favorite people. I will say that absolutely. One of my favorite people. Ever. MLK or Jamal. Uh, both of them, but we're talking about okay right now. So okay, I'm okay, okay. I'm okay. I got my you, uh, Big, yeah. big inspiration in my life. Doesn't get enough credit, quite frankly. He has a holiday and still doesn't get enough credit. I think it's honestly like, because like, you know, like as, as kids, they, they, they hammer with the I have a dream thing, which is good because I mean, the, the speech in itself has very good content, but I think <laughs> it's hard to get children to understand um, the seriousness of what he did. Of, of what he stood against, the seriousness of racism. Um, because as a that kid, kind like of racism you know, back then, too, it's a different level. And, and that the kind of the, the yeah, the violence bomb your church racism, like the yeah. that kind, like yeah, we're we're yeah, it's it's you can't really explain that to a child because like a child is still not really familiar with like the concept of like hate, period. You know, it's yep. like. They might like have a problem with a classmate or something like that, but it's it's not that deep. It's like it, it's really not that deep. Like it's usually like they didn't share a toy the right way or something, yeah. or maybe the 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 classmate they are, are fond of is smiling too much at this other classmate, and it, it's little stuff. Like you can't yeah. you can't it's a different type of hate. Yeah, that that big of a feeling. You can say that people didn't like each other because of the color of their skin. And you're like that really don't even make any sense like i'm absolutely not with that so like yeah mlk day all the way like we can do this <laughs> but it's like you you don't you can't explain that to a child like it's yeah. you could try but for them to understand it like i don't know i remember last year on mlk day they were talking about like the states that took the longest to like uh start celebrating i think mississippi was like 89 arizona was like late 80s early 90s or something like that like, like hella, hella states were like you know what we're not gonna do celebrate y'all how about that just proving a point out loud. Oh my god! All he did was say, "Like, like yo, maybe, maybe, maybe we all treat each other the same." Like, that's nah, it. man. That's yeah. it. Excuse me. What? <laughs> Although I will say, segregation has brought some good things in my life. Sitting at an all-black lunch table, hell of a character builder in high school. Once you start yeah. sitting with white kids, you, it's a little different at the table. It's a little easier. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, you you gotta. This experience is a little bit more definitely for sure. Um, um, what else would you about to say? You asked me how I'm doing. I said I'm good. Cool. Yeah, you're Mike. sleepy. That's it. Our our best video episodes is when Blake's falling asleep at the one hour mark. Yep. In my opinion, it's not gonna happen today. Jamal said he's gonna join us late, so ah, uh, you're ready. So be, be prepared to rehash everything we just talked about. Yes, I understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to give a promise. 
I want to give a shout out to uh, other than Alvin Kamara, a goaded 41, probably the best 41 after that. And maybe one of the worst uh, statue ideas I've ever seen for Dirk Nowitzki, legendary 41, oh, Jersey oh. retired. And they made my man shoot Benoit balls on his statue. That's what you mean by, oh. <laughs> nah, oh. I, I, I imagine Mark Cuban's online enough. If you haven't looked it up or if you haven't seen Dirk Nowitzki's statue, just go look it up. But I'm sure that they're going to take those balls off, pause, by the time that shit actually gets left. <laughs> neuter the statue? By the, by, <laughs> it will be spayed by the time that it gets put up uh, outside of American oh, Airlines oh, Arena. Because it's funny, because it's a fire statue. Like His like signature fadeaway like, one-leg joint, and then they just ruined it by putting three uh, shooting balls coming from it for some reason. Yeah, I don't realize why they thought that was necessary to show like the arc of the shot. Like. I think because I know, I feel like Shaq getting his uh, statue at Staples might have been the last big like athlete to get a statue, and they did like his dunk. It's like him dunking, mm-hmm. and there's two or three balls coming through the net, which I think looks very dumb because like no one's like, "Oh, what is that? Oh, got it. It's the balls." Going Where does through. the ball go when he dunks? Exactly. Mm-hmm. You didn't need to do that, but I feel like they're like, "Oh yeah, we got to kind of give him a the new age," you know in motion you didn't you didn't bad idea yeah and if the entirety of the internet can look at that and think that the first time they see i don't know how it made it through all the different channels it needs to get to be honest we might be what at the same time that should be part of your focus groups is to get like at least one person from that mind like i don't know from the internet modern internet easy like what does this remind you of yeah like what do you think of this oh hey this does look a little like funny I don't think you needed it. Mm-hmm. One ball is fine. The three balls connected by a, a small string. The I don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Especially like when I think the signature part of his shot is is the leg lift, like the, the yeah. raise. That's really all you needed. It's all you needed. Get some lean back on the shot, and that's it. A couple other good forty ones though. Wes Unsailed, whose son is now the coach. He's a coach of the Wizards, right? Wes Unsailed Jr. Did he get fired? He's still the coach. I don't know. I don't pay attention to the Wizards that much. Him, but one of the two. Glenn Rice, number 41. That's a good one. Big dog. Or the, yeah. the junkyard dog? One Big, of the dog. Big dog. Uh, I don't know this guy, but Cal Hubbard, four-time NFL champion from 1927 to 1936. That's yeah, just a name. Probably Eagles Hall of Famer or something. Uh, Packers, Packers and uh, Giants. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and those are all the ones that matter. We're done there. All right. All right. All right. Obviously. All right. Um, did you would you watch? Did you, did you guys watch the Natty? I don't remember if you saw him in the chat or uh, not. I watched most. I was like busy cooking and shit during it, but I watched okay. most of the game. I know I turned it off at one point and it was close, and then all of a sudden Georgia was kicking their ass. Uh, no, nah, I, I think, think it was a. I watched the first game where like both teams were completely healthy and I felt like it was probably a better representation of than what the Natty ended up being. But that being said, like both of those teams are so good. Neither result surprised me. Like Alabama is always so good that they can beat anybody by any amount at any time. I feel pretty confident in that. And Georgia this year, like no other team had more five stars than them. Like they've been beating the brakes off of everybody they played. So also seeing them come back and beat them, Two weeks later, three weeks later, whatever it was, like, didn't surprise me at all. So it was a great game. Got to see a lot of NFL talent. 
uh, going up against oh, other yeah. NFL talent, which was good. Like, I feel like that's like, I don't know. I, I wanted to see Michigan and Cincinnati play each other just cause it was like more level. But I feel like the best part about the national championship is getting to see like, Oh, it's Clemson and LSU and like eight, nine, ten of these guys are going to be playing on Sundays next year. Um, yeah. Like it's not start, starting. Games. Exactly. So um, yeah, it was really dope to see like the stars be stars. Um, shout out to Georgia for beating Alabama. It's a good day for me anytime Alabama loses. So all right, I had a good time. Yeah, I like the the storyline with uh, Georgia's quarterback. It's kind of incredible. The walk on and mm-hmm. ends up being enough to get it done. Um, yeah, because like he wasn't the Georgia's. first time. Wasn't the first time that what? The first time they played, he did not look very good. I think he threw like three back to back to back picks. Did not look good. They were like. Oh, do we need to put the freshman in during that game? So for him to have a, like a bounce back in this game was uh, good to see for him. Damn. Uh, um, this there's like uh, so Dogwood Maple's like a sort of I guess famous user on the college football subreddit. He does these like long like just list of facts every time like a big game happens. Uh, he's the same guy that made the Antonio Brown list. I'm not gonna read all these, <laughs> but uh, there's just some fun things on here. Like the SEC has won like 12 of the last 16 national championships. Um, Georgia is undefeated in CFP games while wearing white jerseys. Wow. Um, let's see. In 32 years before Kirby Smart was hired, Georgia finished ranked in the top five three times. They've now finished in the top five in three of the last five seasons. That sounds right, dude. That stuff like that always makes me like kind of question that like blue blood argument. I think we've had it on the podcast before, but like Georgia. Mm-hmm in my mind and in everybody's mind that watches college football is like, have been a staple to college football. But you yeah. just said basically in, in my entire lifetime, they finished in the top five, how many times, five times, four times, uh, three times, three times. So like they've been a top five team three, three times, times before Kirby smart. Yeah. And then yeah. So in my entire times. life. And then now Kirby smart got them like back jumping. They're like clearly the best team. Well, not clearly the best team. One of the best teams in the best conference. Like, just crazy how like that name still rings true and being right outside of Atlanta obviously helps too. <laughs> oh, that's a laugh. <laughs> Georgia is the only team to win the national championship and defeat a coach who was voluntarily covered in Duke's mayonnaise in the same in the same season. What the fuck? So I think <laughs> I think a team they beat on their way to here probably played in the Duke's Mayo Bowl and like got covered uh, in Mayo. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's really don't don't tell me Saban out here taking mayo baths. <laughs> you were absolutely not dumping anything <laughs> on him except maybe water. I don't yeah. think he's even G- taking a Gatorade. Not Gatorade bath. He's beating your ass because you fucking up that nice white polo and them khakis. Yeah, you can jump the Gatorade bucket full of water on him. <laughs> That's funny. Wow, that's a, a nasty picture. Yeah, man, it's it's great. You said that in the SEC's won sixteen of the last however many championships. Yeah, twelve like, of the last sixteen national. Jesus Christ, it's really like it's the SEC and it's really Alabama or like I guess LSU. Yeah, Georgia. I guess like, like it is kind of funny. Like I guess like you know, oh, so what? Clemson got one of those, and then Clemson has it's one. Like, Ohio State has one, I think. Yeah, that's basically it. You're talking about the Big Ten, um, Clemson, and. I think USC might be within the last 16 years. Definitely not. USC, not USC would have been, what, 2006? Oh, uh, I guess yeah. that – yeah, I guess that would be just about 16 years. Yeah, okay. Damn. Or, no, that would be Texas. Sorry, not USC. Texas, yeah, Texas won that Texas game. Texas won 06, yeah. Damn, yeah, that's crazy how dominant. I wonder I, – I still wonder how NIL will change some of that stuff. Like, 
teams like Georgia getting all those five star guys, obviously they're getting the NIL money too. But if like I honestly don't think it will, dude. Like I don't. I I don't think it will. It'll be interesting to see if it does or not, though. Like a team because I, I just like the only certain amount of people can play, you know. So it's like people yeah. are gonna go where they can play still, even if like you know, like you're not gonna pay someone a little amount of money to sit the bench. So sure. Maybe with down there with that much money where it's like, we always have a backfield, especially with like what Alabama ended up losing 2000 yard receivers, like having another really great receiver would have probably helped him win that game. I don't know how much have a great receiver regardless though. Like they always have, them. <laughs> like, yeah. they might lose one five star to somebody else, like some small school, but like ultimately yeah. the five star that takes like the NIL money to go to the small school. And then maybe it doesn't end up playing in front of national audiences that much. and doesn't end up being a first round pick. Like you, you kind of might have took the short money. I don't For know. Sure. Yeah, yeah. No, it's going to help point. some players and other players. I, like they're still sure going to go to these programs. I know. Uh, I think beginning of the season, Bomani said that Georgia themselves had more five stars than the whole Big Twelve, Big yeah. Ten, and Pac twelve combined. Like <laughs> some of those guys might shake. They probably won't because it's like. I don't start for cool. I only start two or four years, but I'm almost guaranteed to at least go to a natty or at least yep. the playoffs like kind of trade offs there for sure. Now, they were talking about uh, Alabama's running back who like he's like been there for four years now, four or five years, just sitting behind all these guys who ended up going <laughs> to the NFL and playing on Sundays, like being yep. like actual feature backs in the NFL. So it's like guys are willing to do that because like there's a guaranteed long term paycheck versus like you might get mm-hmm. cashed out one time and it. It's not like everybody's going to be getting these million dollar NIL deals, like for it, sure. You're, that, you're, that's like that's like a small handful of players. So you might as well, so like, if you feel like you can play on Sundays, just sit at the yeah. big school. I guess it'll probably affect it'll affect the people that aren't like Alabama and Georgia and those level schools. Like the tier down from that might lose some guys. Alabama, like even just saying it, like I remember uh, was it Jerry Judy and I think uh, Henry Ruggs were talking about like. Well, yeah, we got so good because every day in practice we were going against, like, fucking Marlon Humphrey and Pat Sertain and, like, the number one corner that's going to be in the league next year is going against uh, three of the five best receivers in the class or something like that. I think what you'll see is, like, um, that that quarterback who I think he went to Ohio State um, and took, like, a million-dollar NIL money then left to go to Texas where he actually wanted to be. Yeah, Um, I think you'll see a lot of stuff like that. Like, even uh, the number one guy who ended up going to Jackson State, like, Teams still might end up at Florida State next year, like after sure. this yep. season. Like take take whatever because they can't um they can't force you to be enrolled in order to get the money. Like so, yeah. you can go there, get whatever money you you're gonna get, and just leave. <laughs> that that Quinn Ewers one, uh, that's the dude from Ohio State. That's a a great point because he reclassified to leave a year early, went to Ohio State, <laughs> Ohio State, never enrolled. Uh, never played, and then ended up going to the school he wanted anyway with another million dollars in his pocket. Yeah, like that's like, a fucking come up. <laughs> and he's ob- and he's obviously going to get paid when he goes to Texas. So he just like stole a million dollars from Ohio State and then bounced with no intentions of ever playing there. From from some donor at Ohio State, not yeah. even the school itself. Like just right? some dude who was like, god, "Oh my damn. god, I'm paying you." He's like, "Oh, whatever, bud." <laughs> that's kind of that's kind of a flex, actually. Yeah. All right. Hopefully, yeah. nobody does that to Jackson State since they so Ohio State's gonna go find like another four or five star. Jackson State loses this dude. Yeah, that might be a, a wrap for five stars on that program. Those, no, I think they'll they'll still get some names just because of Dion. Maybe not the number one player in the class. Yeah, yeah. I guess we'll yeah. Maybe maybe it is a wrap for five stars. Who knows? Because that that's yeah. a big ass deal. And um, there'd be what but, 15, 25 five stars in every class. Like, 
but they're going like 14 and a one every year regardless so it don't really matter like if they lose a five star like, they're, they're still playing the swag like and they're still running through that so it really don't it's true it don't matter unless they yeah. start playing like a, a bigger non-conference schedule then they'll actually need these guys but yeah. until that happens like it don't really matter it probably won't be anytime soon them, them couple TV checks they are going to get from having him there are going to definitely do numbers for them. That's mm-hmm. going to be big time. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, let me pull up the – we talk about the league leaders in the NFL. Oh, yeah. My boy uh, Jay Herbo finished number two in passing yards. Love to see that. Did he? With, he did. I think he had just over 5,000, like 5,017 or something like that. Oh, yeah. Okay, so here we go. Offensive leaders, passing yards led by Tom Brady at uh, 5,316. Justin Herbert, number two, 5,014. Stafford, number three, 4,886. Mahomes at four, uh, 4,839. Derek Carr at five at 4,804. Should I wow. read the stats like that every single time or just read what order they're in? Is that too much numbers? No, I like the stats. Uh, if, you, if you get lost, you can slow it down. Slow it down and go back. All right. Damn, Herbert's Russian, the only one that's out of that list that's yeah. not in the playoffs, unfortunately. That fucking sucks. Damn. Yeah, man. Uh I got I have a Derek Carr um in the MVP conversation argument as well. I can make Oh. Okay. Yeah. Um Jonathan Taylor, number one for rushing yards, eighteen hundred and eleven. It's incredible. Oh, damn. Uh Nick Chubb, second place. Wow, oh my God. Second place is like almost six hundred yards behind. Twelve hundred and fifty nine yards. Fuck. I know Joe Mixon twelve hundred five yards, uh, Najee Harris twelve hundred yards flat. I wonder what his total yards in season though, because he caught a lot of balls. A lot. Uh, Dalvin Cook, yeah, eleven hundred fifty nine. He missed uh two games. Like he missed like four. I want to say he missed no, one. I mean, I came back, missed another. That's where he was back like immediately. Yeah, well, he Maybe. missed two. He missed two games. Then you paid all that money to get him, and then he missed another one after that, I believe. So he missed at least three. Oh, well. Sheesh. All right. Um, and, I, and I think Chubb he, missed two or three because he had COVID and I think an injury. Yikes. Uh, Cooper Cup, number one for yards, uh, 1,947. I think he led all receiving stats, like yards, catches, yeah. touchdowns. Uh, but this this is ESPN, so they don't show all the stats. It's really annoying. Justin Jefferson, second place, 1,616. Uh, Devontae Adams, third place, 1,553. Jamar Chase, rookie, fourth place. 1,455. And damn, Debo Samuel at number five. Wow. I knew he was balling this year, but, like, I didn't know it was like that like that. I feel like they counted the – I will not feel like they must have counted a lot of those, like, uh, touch passes that he gets where he taps it out of the backfield and then runs for 40-some yards. He's, he was two steps in front of the quarterback, so it's Hell not yeah. But, hey, he's uh, going crazy. 105 yards. Yeah. Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase being on the same college team is fucking incredible. <laughs> like having both yeah, of those was, dudes on the same team is so nuts. <laughs> that was some shit. Wow. They Jamar Chase went crazy. Cooper Cup went fucking crazy. Oh yeah, no. I that that's an insane year. Um I think they said it's like the first time since Calvin Johnson that a receiver has led the league in like every category. Sounds sounds right. Devontae Adams always be kind of close but never topping all three. Nah. Yeah, That's hard to do because, like, insane. touchdowns can be so random. Like, you can have 1,800 yards and pull a Julio where it's like, yeah, I had 1,700 yards and four touchdowns. Like, it's Your so team hard just to score. Not, like, running the ball in, in the end zone or, like, have yeah. a tight end they dump the ball to or whatever. That's or, crazy. like, you're cursing the quarterback who has, like, legs and, like, we'll just run it in, too. It's like. Yeah. 
getting receiving touchdowns is like no joke. Just touchdowns in general, like because teams sure. can just yeah, like very much have one way they like to do it. Yeah. Yep. Russian touchdowns. Oh. You never. Do you oh, happen yeah. to have? Um, do you happen to have Derrick Henry's rushing yards? How many carries? Or oh. <laughs> just his rushing yards? I want to see where. It, I want to see if he's like seventh in the league, even though he missed half the season. Ninth. Ninth. Okay, that's not bad. Yep. This is what I've been. I've been hammering everybody about this. Like, I just keep. I keep bringing it up because it's just incredible. He's tenth in the league for carries still. <laughs> he played wow. eight games. Dog. Ninth in yards, tenth in carries. That team and that team somehow I won't say didn't miss a step, but like kept winning games after he went. No, out. They, they missed a step. They're, that's they the mean, weakest one seed I could think of in a minute. They missed a lot of steps, but they they managed to get the one. Surprisingly, he's tied for sixth in rushing touchdowns. Wow. So to finish top ten in every rushing metric, playing missing. You said he played eight games, so he missed. He played nine, eight ten games, games, so he missed ten games, right? And I think he went out kind of oh, early in. It's 17 games now. And I think he yeah, went he out kind of early in that game that he got hurt and where he fucked his foot up. Very I, early. I could be wrong. Yeah, I could be wrong, but either way. It's basically seven games. Yeah, that's incredible. I'm interested to see how he looks in the playoffs. It may be one it may be one game, but I'm interested to see it nonetheless. If anybody can come back and be in shape and ready to go, it's him. Yeah, I don't take I, him for somebody who's, like, slacking. And I feel like having a broken bone in your foot, like, he can still, like, swim and bike and, like, do a lot of stuff to keep his body and cardio in shape that he's not going to look like hella rusty. He had surgery too, though, right? Didn't he? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. So yeah, he's probably good then. If it wasn't just some like yeah. hoping it mends itself back together. Yeah. I, I feel like that's probably injury where like, if they didn't have the one seed basically locked up two, three weeks ago, he probably could have and would have came back if they needed him to. Like if it was a, we're not going to make the playoffs if you don't come back, but it was like, let him chill and miss the whole next year. Yeah. Yeah. He led the league in yards per game still. Sounds right. Sounds Obviously, right. yeah. That's, that's kind of a given because <laughs> <laughs> all right. Wow. Um was there any other questions you had about the stats? No. That was so you did passers, receivers, and running backs. Yeah. No, I didn't have any questions. Defense? Uh, well, you do, uh, do sacks and interceptions. Okay. Um, Cause I know, I know the top, the top tackles list is like four people we'd never hear about. I know Olukande just because of, um, Madden. He has like a, he's like one of the best, um, what is that? What is the, the one for stopping passes at linebacker? What is that type of backer called in Madden? Uh, coverage linebacker. Coverage. Yeah. He's one of the best coverage ones. On, oh, okay. On Madden. Um, but either way, yeah, uh, yeah, TJ what, Watt. Okay. No, he had 190. Hold on. 190. Oh, shit. Tackles. God damn. It's, I think we mentioned that early, early in the season, how the tackles leader always ends up being some random linebacker on a bad team. And that obviously yep. proves itself again. That's crazy. The number two is uh, Jordan Brooks from Seattle. Number three is Bobby Wagner from Seattle. Yeah. Number four is CJ Mosley. Number five is Rokon Smith. <laughs> like, so f- five people on bad teams that can't stop the run. Got it. Yeah, the first one on a uh, winning team is uh, Denzel Perryman for uh, the Raiders at number wow. six. Hey, I'm, I don't like seeing the Raiders do well, but I will say Denzel Perryman, I am happy to see because he, as a Charger, he was kind of like Arshon Lee where it's like, damn, when he plays, like we can stop the run. He gets you nine and a half, 12 tackles a game and then gets hurt for seven games a year. So it doesn't matter. And then he plays a full healthy season and ends up being like top six or seven in tackles. So that was nice to see from a former charger. Damn. 
Good for him. Um, okay. TJ Watt led the league in uh, sacks, obviously. 22 and a half, uh, which means he broke the record. Is that still yeah. tied? He broke he broke the record. Or he, I think he tied the record in one less game. He played 15 okay. games. He broke 16. the record then. Yeah, you better. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Robert Quinn was number two, though. Who was I didn't know he was killing like that. Shocking. I feel yeah. like he had one of those fast starts and then kept it up, but I feel like he started with like mm. nine sacks in like five weeks or something like that and then kind of just kept pace. Yeah, all right. And, and Miles Garrett, number three. Uh, Nick Bosa, number four. Trey Hendrickson, former Saint on the on the Bengals hey, now, number five. Trey Hendricks has looked really good this year. It always yeah, pisses me off because he wears the long, the long sleeves with no gloves, so it looks hella weird, but he's nice. <laughs> that sounds disgusting. <laughs> it's so gross. <laughs> uh, Michael Parsons at six. Six sacks? No, I had 13 sacks, but he's oh, at number shit. six. In fact. Yeah. What a fucking year. Yep, and we got a three-way tie at seven. I had, I'm stopping reading here because my boy's here and everyone's voice here. Uh, Cameron Jordan, 12 and a half. Uh, Aaron Donald, 12 and a half. Matthew Judon, 12 and a half. Matt Judon paid off, got got paid, and went to work. Yeah, Bill's, Bill's going to get it out you. Yeah, yes, he really will. doesn't. Yes, he will. Okay, uh, let's see. Oh, we'll do – so this is the interceptions category. We're going to start with passes defended. Just to give you an idea, I'm just going to do the top five, but there's a two-way tie for four, so that's going to be five people. Uh, J.C. Jackson, number one in passes defended, uh, 23. Trayvon Diggs, number two in passes defended at 21. Marshall Lattimore, number three in passes defended at 19. Uh, and Bradbury and Anthony Brown are both tied at 17 passes defended. Wow. Yep. A lot of targets. Okay. Picks. Diggs, number one. 11 picks. That's a lot uh, of picks. A lot of picks. J.C. Jackson, number two, eight picks. Uh, um, Amani Owari, I believe, from Detroit. Uh, he's number three, six picks. So that, wow. That's good for them, I guess. I mean, yeah, I don't yeah. know what his cover stuff looked like, but hey, it's beast. Better than Okuda um, already. Yeah, no, that wasn't hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's a big-ass tie at number four. I'm not going to read all these people, but. It's it's like it's literally like nine people. Left okay, I seen a where well, I was looking today to see when the last time somebody had eleven picks in a year was, and Trayvon Diggs is the first person with eleven picks since nineteen eighty one, and then uh Xavier Who Howard had ten, some random DB I don't know it I, I don't I'd have to look again it was a name I didn't know, um and then Xavier Howard had ten last year and that was the first time someone hit double digits since like oh six or something like that. Chan Bailey had 10 of Yeah, so it's people ain't picking the ball like that no more. So that's that is good. Again, it, it's kind of feast or famine with him, but again, if you're gonna give your team eleven ain't more no times of, a it, <laughs> it is feast or famine for sure. Uh we read his numbers <laughs> last week and it is not great outside of picks. He first team all pro. Shout out to him. But uh we'll see. At picks kind of like uh touchdowns are kind of random, you know. So we'll see next year what uh what those numbers look like. If he could do it ten, two years in a row, I won't hate on him as much. But one year giving up a thousand yards and also getting eleven picks is kind of suspect to me. Absolutely. Um, Joe Burrow was the most sacked quarterback in the league. Yet still, he had a uh, Jamar Chase at number four for receiving yards. So I think not drafting Penny Sewell kind of went okay for them. I think he finished the year the number one rated PFF quarterback to Burrow did. 
yeah, at least he, he was two weeks ago. Let me uh and, and I know he had two like his story. I think he threw like a thousand yards in two weeks or some stupid shit like that. Or like nine hundred <laughs> That's yards absurd. Because yeah, he had like five hundred uh not against the Chiefs, and then he had four or something against the Chiefs. I don't remember who they played right before then. Oh Lord. Yeah, he went okay. crazy. Uh, all right. Uh, move on from that then. Uh, what do we got? All pro teams. Let's do it. Was there? Do you have any like hot takes about these? Not really. Let me pull them back up. I, I mean, Derwin didn't make a team, which I would disagree with. That was really the only one that I saw, and I think there was no second team all pro running back. Which I guess when you look at the fact that the gap between number one and number two in rushing yards was like six hundred yards. I guess that makes sense, yeah. but I've I've never seen them just not have one. Um, and then Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson didn't make either All Pro team as receivers. I don't believe, or it might have been comp, first. Though, but I guess yeah. for sure. Nah. But like Jamar Chase probably had a case for one of them. I think. Is this yeah? It's, here? it's yes. hard to say. Didn't and then same kind of the they, same they thing. With team. Yeah, they made second team. You think they should have uh, been okay. on first team over Debo? I personally, I I personally would have taken them both over Debo, but it's not to the point where I'm like even going to argue it. He was incredible all year, so I'm not going to argue it too much. All right, so first team quarterback Rogers, second uh, first team running back. This is all first team. I'll, I'll when I had second team, I'll say uh, quarterback Rogers, uh, running back Jonathan Taylor, tight end Mark Andrews, who I said I don't know if I said it on here, it was just in the chat that he's the best tight end in the league. I said that. He did. Uh, first team, uh, wide receivers: Javante Adams, uh, Cooper Cup, Debo Samuel, uh, left tackle Trent Williams, who was supposed to be like kind of at the end of his wits, but <laughs> turned out might yeah, still be right. the best lineman in football. Like, <laughs> he, just, he, he just got out of Washington and had a fucking resurgence. He's perfectly fine. Yeah, funny how that works. Uh, um, right tackle Tristan Wirfs, uh, keeping keeping a solid start to his career going. Did uh, he have an All Pro part, last year? Uh, I don't know, but I mean, he he was a key part of them winning the Super Bowl. So For sure, that's big. Left guard Joel Bitonio. Uh right guard Zach Martin. Center Jason Kelsey. Who, um, I've read today that every other center who's made the All Pro team four times is a Hall of Famer. So good for him. Sounds and that like feels right for for Jason Kelsey. Yeah, like have that bust in Hall of Famer. Yeah, exactly. Just for um, his uh, Super Bowl speech alone, where he had the jester outfit on. Might was he the one that said he someone couldn't stay off the juice or whatever? I think so. He was talking a lot of shit after they won. <laughs> yeah, good for him. Um, edge rushers, TJ Watt uh, and Miles Garrett. Interior linemen, Aaron Donald and Cameron Hayward, which I don't know. Cameron Hayward was balling like that. Good for him. Um, yeah, I mean, that, that. Yeah, that's a key part of a good pass rush. I mean, you got him like busting the pocket up in the middle and then TJ Watt on the outside. That's, that's great stuff. Um, linebackers, Micah Parsons, Darius Leonard, who I like a lot from hard knocks um, and Devondre Campbell. Dang, that's cool. Yeah. Green Bay got the first team, all pro linebacker. Wow. Um, that's not Zedarius Smith. Zedarius Smith. That's not Zedarius Smith. Yeah. Uh, Trayvon Diggs is a first team, all pro corner. Uh, Jalen Ramsey on the other side. It's, uh, I, it's I don't want to keep beating the drum, but it's so hard to have Diggs as the best just off the picks. When you look, if anybody else gave if he get gave up nine hundred yards and had eight picks, 
like tied for first in the league, I don't even think it would be a conversation. Yeah. yeah. This is a big deal too, because these these are like these are the people that vote for MVP as well. So I yep. mean And that's that's where they would be making their money. Yeah, no, these are this is no joke. So I mean if like every that's been the big conversation, right? Deciding like how much is worth it. And I the they're kind of saying that like it's worth it. So Yep. Enjoy sure. Dallas, congrats. Um Kevin Biard, uh first team all pro safety. Uh, Jordan Foyer, also first team all pro safety. <laughs> Justin Tucker, who will probably keep winning this until he decides to retire or something yeah. unfortunate happens. Hopefully that never happens. Might uh, AJ Cole retires. Might yeah, probably just give it to him on name the award after a matter of fact. <laughs> uh, kick returner Braxton Berrios, who was getting busy in like the actual offense this year too. Yeah, he's um, fast as shit. Like if you just look at him, it doesn't look like it should look how it is. He's fast as hell, and you know why, why it doesn't look. Like, you know exactly because he looks like a coach's son. That's why. Mm, lunch pill guy. Okay, exactly. First and last out. Every time. All right. Uh, punt returner Devin Duvernay, who's another fast as shit guy. But Very. looks fast as shit. Uh, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't like what you're insinuating. Oh, my bad. Okay. Special teamer, uh, JT Gray from the Saints, who I have no idea who that is. Good for him. Uh, long Gunner, stopper. who just have hella tackles, I'm sure. You don't You don't think this is a uh, – I guess it can't be the long snapper because it's a long snapper award. No, yeah. Special teamer is usually like Matthew Slater wins special teamer because it's like, oh, yeah, he he just has 89 uh, yeah. tackles. He's on every single special team tackle kind of thing. If he's a DB. Yeah. So he probably just wrapped out there yeah. wrapping up. It's a good good way to stay in the league. Just, yep. Good Absolutely. Way to stay in the league. All right. Second team, a.k.a. first losers, uh, quarterback Tom Brady. Ooh. <laughs> should have been Herbert. Oh. Uh, Tight end, Travis Kelsey. Um, wide receiver, Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase. What okay, up, Jamal? Hey, what's I up? Agree. Hey there. What's going on, man? Shout uh, out to Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson. Yeah, man. Uh, second team All-Pro. Uh, left tackle, oh, wow. Rashawn Slater. Uh, the Rook. Love to the see rook. that. Uh, right tackle, Lane Johnson. Uh, left guard, Quentin Nelson. Right guard, Wyatt Teller from the Browns. Uh, Center Corey Lindsley, also from the Chargers. Is he a rookie too? Nah, he came from Green Bay. Yeah, he's been in the league like who's, eight, nine years. Oh, it's the it's the Chiefs uh, center who's like been just like yeah. at the top of every single leaderboard. Yeah, Creed Humphrey. He didn't. Did you say uh, Quinn Nelson? Yeah, yeah, I did. yeah, yeah. He's uh, huh. first, second team he's, left guard. He was getting his ass whooped last week. <laughs> <laughs> that stadium's cursed if you're wearing a Colt uniform. Facts. Um, I didn't see no all pro uh, guard last week, but uh, <laughs> it's just me. Holy shit. Oh, Taven Bryant had him in hell, huh? Nah, Taven <laughs> Bryant was inactive. That era's come to a fucking end. Oh, oh no, another draft pick wasted. Hate to see that. Yeah. Hey, is that linebacker that took a break that one year? Is he ever coming back? No. What linebacker that took a break? Telvin Smith. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Telvin Smith got caught fucking with teenagers. He's not coming back to shit. Relax. He tried to get some head from a from a sixteen year old or something like that. Yeah, he's about to say eleven. Yeah. No. Telvin Smith is out the league, bro. Yeah, no, yeah. Dog, he was so nice too, man. Yes, he was. Hey, remember when Yo, remember when I used to uh, argue between him and like Ryan Shazier, and as soon as Ryan Shazier turned into Professor X, I was like, "Yeah, he's definitely better." Hey, now. yo, all right, okay, hold on, <laughs> Robert Quinn. 
<laughs> Robert Quinn. Shout out to all my walking niggas. Holy shit! <laughs> You've been in here for three nah, minutes. He's walking now. He's good. Barely. No, nah, he, he he's walking. He's good. Wow. Look at him. You, and, look at you coming in. <laughs> him and him and Michael Porter Jr. got the same gait. Nah. <laughs> all right, keep going, Blake. Robert Quinn. Robert Quinn and Max Crosby. Hey, um, Max Crosby <laughs> looks like a terrifying person to try to block. Watching Look him against the Chargers. Uh, quiet. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> what? Max Crosby. He had, his nickname is the Condor because he has like a seven and a half foot wingspan. And he just hits people with that like long ass straight arm. And there's nothing you can do. That shit looks like the worst time ever. Oh, my God. Now, him and, him and uh, Yannick Ngakwe, the best uh, duo pass rusher tandem in the league right now. All right. Probably. And they might have the best trio if you... They got the best threesome. Oh, no, no, holy <laughs> Yo. Hardest threesome to defend. Oh, my God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> oh, I'm fucking crying. Okay. Now, TJ, the edge. T- TJ Watt and Cam Hayward were both uh, first team. That, that's got to be the best. That's yeah, that's, that's devastating. Uh, don't, don't, don't say devastating. <laughs> Jeffrey Simmons from Titans, who I've never heard of. Um, oh, he's fucking nice. He's hella nice on Madden. Got he on the team. He gotta be nice. Yeah. Demario Davis, second team linebacker, uh, most most underrated man. linebacker in the league. Demario Davis. I swear to God, every single time I watch the Saints play, he's Damn, tackling. He gets every tackle. Uh, he can't be yeah, shoved. He, he does everything. That motherfucker's fake. <laughs> uh, he's our second best free agent ever. <laughs> he's still Man, you better hope you keep him. Or yeah, was he a free? We, yeah, he was always free agent. Yeah, yeah, y'all got uh, him from because he came from the Jets, right? From the Jets, yeah. Yeah. Um, Roquan Smith and Bobby Wagner. Um, okay. Uh, cornerbacks: J.C. Jackson and A.J. Terrell from Atlanta. Who I. That's, that's hey, AJ cool. Terrell is nice. He's I been like he was the best corner in the league all year. Yeah, no, they say he Man, was, what the hell's going on, though? Like, year. How'd they have all these corners and no Marshall? Oh, so I have a grievance. Yeah, Marshall and Lattimore should be on here. Um, oh, God. That's cool, though. Whatever. <laughs> He's not playing Mike Evans every week, Blake. Relax. It's when we're in man period. It's it's no, lockups. It's wraps. Honestly, um, there, there needs to be a separate in the league. There needs to be a second a separate team for uh, trolls so CJ Gardner Johnson could be fucking all life. That's got to be something. <laughs> he, put him at, put him at special teamer. That's not yeah. That's not worth anything. That's what this is telling me. Uh, okay, safeties: Justin Simmons, uh, Micah Hyde, and Buda Baker. I think I think all of the safeties that made it are good. Um, I obviously watch more Chargers football than than any of these, but I'm taking Derwin over. <laughs> Pretty much every one of these. Oh, Michael, Michael, who's coming on? I, I'm absolutely taking him over Justin Simmons. I'm absolutely taking him over my brother. Uh, and I'd are probably you, take him over Jordan Poyer. So are you saying that he had a better year than them, or you just like what he does more? Uh both. I, I they they <laughs> Buffalo won a lot of games, so it's kind of hard to argue that their players didn't. I know I think he had a best better year than Justin Simmons. Uh, but if they have like an on-off stat like they do for the NBA, we got to be like uh, the twenty seventh best defense when he plays and like the thirty eighth best defense when he doesn't play. Um, 
But what about it. well? Somebody will argue like you can say that for our guys too. I wouldn't listen, <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't listen to their arguments. Higher actually for when they play. I, I, I'd call it a lie. From thirtieth to second, I call it. <laughs> that would actually be incredible. Oh my god! All right, place kicker, uh, enemy of Los Angeles, Daniel Carson, a fucking op forever. <laughs> Even even though he was my what fantasy was kicker in several several leagues and won me oh, several games because he's Raiders fucking nice, oh, okay. he's nice. Uh, Brian Anger, punter from Dallas, kick returner Andre Roberts from the Rams, uh, Jakeem Grant, shout out to him. I liked what he did this year. Um, punt returner, um, special team Matthew Slater. When you watch Jakeem Grant run, it looks like Tyree Kill, but he's still somehow way slower <laughs> than him. Yeah, he, he looks a lot stuff. smaller than him too. Yeah. Hey, I, Ooh, you got Andre one Roberts. fun fact about Brian Anger? Sure. Go ahead. Third round pick, the pick right before Russell Wilson, because we took a punter <laughs> in the third round for some fucking reason. Oh my God. Are you serious? Whoa. Yes, dead ass. <laughs> Taking a, a punter right before like a Hall of Fame quarterback is comical. That's hilarious. Wait, so you re- Dallas did that, or you said who, who did that? No, we drafted him. We drafted Brian oh. Anger. Oh, oh, I know that's got to hurt. I, we've talked about some of the people you drafted before other people in the first round, yeah. but taking a punter before it's Russell like Wilson it's like us and the Raiders. Yeah, wow. it's like us and the Raiders have like the worst situation. Especially a I player like Russell who can like make like make something or nothing into something. Like routinely. I don't know why like, you would draft a punter in the third round, bro. Like what the fuck? I'd rather why draft, draft a punter. Niggas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> draft draft a scout. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure about everybody's, but looking through, it's I'm pretty sure Andre Roberts is the only All Pro that was cut mid season. We picked him up off the waiver wire, and he made an All Pro team. What the fuck? And he played a little bit of halfback too, didn't he? Uh, nah, he caught them. He he caught them. Uh, them like Debo Samuel Debo, passes. Debo yeah. runs. Yeah, exactly. And that, we only did that like two, three times. We should have done it more, but this isn't a Chargers podcast, so I won't get into that. All right, uh, Ashton Doolin, the other special teamer, and then Josh Harris, the long snapper from Atlanta. That's the all pros. Damn. Atlanta Atlanta got way more people than you would expect from that shitty-ass team. I mean, they were, what, Shout two games from the playoffs. Yeah, but they looked shitty every time I watched them. I didn't watch them look good once. Well, other than when they beat the fuck out of the Saints. Hmm? I thought they had some tricky games. Nothing, know, they uh, fucked us up. <laughs> they well, beat the hell out of us one week. Yeah, they, when they, when me and Jamal went to the loss, casino right? and <laughs> they made they made y'all fans leave early, wasn't it like yeah, forty five to zero or twenty five zero something like that? Wow, they, no, they beat that. y'all ass one time this year. Nah, yeah, we, me and Jamal were at the casino sitting in front of the Saints fans and they left at like the second quarter. They were like, yeah, yeah they left hella early because I was looking enough. at the game like, what the? Oh, fuck it was, was a Trevor Simeon game, wasn't it? That Maybe right. I don't know who it was. Because yeah, that's we because we went to the game when we uh was that when we beat the Bills. Yeah, yep. Yep. yeah, and I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" That's crazy. <laughs> we we won three times. Life. We won three times as many games as we did last year. We still got the number one pick, dog. Fucking poverty. <laughs> Go off, though. Yeah, that's improvement, bro. All right, man. Shout out to Evan Neal, Coach of the Year times. In my mind, I think there's three candidates. Um. Okay. I'm gonna give my spiel real quick, man. Y'all okay. can chime in. Um, Go ahead, Black Brother. Yeah. But I think there's three candidates this year. Three, three if, actual candidates. If you don't say Mike Tomlin, I'm calling racism. I'm not saying Mike Tomlin. Number wow. one, yeah, Matt LeFleur. I think he's okay. he's probably the odds-on favorite to win it. Um, number two is Zach Taylor for what he's done with the with the Bengals this year. And number three, 
I don't think this is the crowd's not going to like this because we're not in the playoffs. Sean Payton. It's got to be Sean Payton, man. No one went through what we went through this year. Nigga, you know they're not going to give a coach of the year to a nigga that didn't even make the playoffs. What do you mean nobody went through what you went through this year? We 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 got over five hundred. We um, we're, our our starting left tackle was gone for seven games. Our left guard was gone for eleven games. Our center was gone for four games. Um, our QB two missed two games. Our running back missed four games. Uh, wide receiver one was gone for the year. Um, our what our other years, side DN basically was gone for six games. Um, our first round pick DN who was supposed to take his spot was gone for eleven games. Winston was gone for ten games. Callaway was the seventh option last year in for our team in passing. He became our number one this year. Like we had uh, nothing. Deontay Harris came out of nowhere. Uh, we had the fourth best defense in the league. Like, come on, like that's the coach of the year. I don't know, man. Man, you know, you, you know the Raiders fired a coach and then one of their players murdered somebody two weeks later and they still made the playoffs. You don't get that shit. Organize your locker room. <laughs> yeah, that coach, that coach <laughs> brought that man together. Disciplined ass team. Dog, they murdered someone. Those, and, uh, those guys together. Another nigga oh was on. Uh, was uh, another nigga on their team was on. Uh, was on GTA slash IG Live with fucking big sticks. Had to cut him. They, <laughs> they, they had a nigga get a DUI four days before a game. To put I thought it was right after game. I thought he like went to the game. Like, no, I'm saying before the next game. But yes, they they uh, they left. They got back to Vegas and he was found drunk yeah, in the driver's seat of his car. Coach of the year than uh than Sean Payton. They was like Chris Passaccia. Yes. Yeah. If you if you fire a coach mid season and then you a star player on your team the next week murders someone and you make the playoffs, I think you got a better case. We won a game with like twenty six people out on COVID. And Sean just so, came oh, with COVID. So, oh, so only the Saints got to deal with COVID is what I'm hearing? Yes. Just all the other ones that I just listed. No one else. Like, <laughs> we missed basically our whole starting lineup, and we got down to our fourth-string quarterback this year. Like, Did you come on. Your fourth-string quarterback? No, we got pummeled by the Dolphins. But <laughs> either way, shit was real, dog. We we had nah. to play Trevor Simeon for, like, I think four games this year. Like. Anyone I, I actually do that and finish above five hundred. Like, come on, come on. I don't hate. I don't hate your case. And if you guys made the playoffs, I'd probably uh, be more inclined to agree with you. We endured, man. Shout out to shout out to Perky P, man. Perky P. Yeah, you, man. You about, to, you about to go see it? You about to go see his movie in theaters when it comes out later this year? It's on Netflix. I'm gonna watch on Netflix. Uh, damn, I was hoping it came to theaters first. Maybe no, I ain't gonna this I don't even like Adam Sandler movies like that to keep it a buck, but so I'm gonna watch. I haven't liked the Adam Sandler movies in a minute since, yeah, like since you became a, an adult. I still haven't seen Uncut Gems. Yeah, once I became an adult, I kind of stopped fucking with his movies. Like he made every remote movie, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm out of here." Yeah, they're great for like the uh, ten to sixteen, seventeen year old boys, and then like forty five year old white men that listen to Yacht Rock. Yeah, right. You're gonna stop shitting on Yara. If it's the second time you've done that, you gotta relax. <laughs> it's just it's a it's a hell of funny category. I don't even hate the music. It's just a hilarious category. And I feel like when you when I say yacht rock, you know exactly the type of person I'm talking about. Yeah, whatever. You no, you talking Every, about like um, avid ha- Howard Stern listeners. <laughs> everybody that was at that UGA game uh with the stripe polo on with khaki Jeez. shorts. The Vineyard Vine boys? Mm, you know the vibes. Um, All right. Oh yeah, my dark horse MVP candidate too. So this is another hot. You guys have coach of the year uh, takes. No, I think Matt, Matt Lafleur is probably going to win it. 
Yeah, I feel Probably like they usually win. give it to because they got the best overall record this year, right? Yeah. Probably been the best coach this year. And, and having your uh, your quarterback last year say, "I don't want to be here anymore," and then get him into the MVP convo, even though he had COVID toes, probably a good case. Yeah. Now, yeah, it'll, it'll probably go to Matt Lafleur. Probably be no doubt about it if we didn't kick their ass week one. But you know, that that's going to be tough for the voters to look over. I bet. Uh, it's so funny that you mentioned that because that's like that I kind of always mention how time changes your mind on stuff. Week one of the season, it was like, oh shit, okay, like Green Bay is done. Detroit's about to win the division. Like they're <laughs> out of here. <laughs> yep. You know, Jameis was uh playing back on uh hollow the ground in Florida, getting the power from like Tallahassee right over there. The crab leg god. Oh my god, I forgot that game was in Jacksonville. Yep. Oh, I uh, forgot about okay. that. Shout out to that. But I, yeah, so similar to what you're all talking about with Rich Basachi, that's talking about saying like Derek Carr got to be like a dark host MVP candidate. I don't think like he's gonna win. I don't think he should win the award. Yeah, but I do think whenever they talk about like, he should get some mentions this year, huh? He should get some mention. I'd yeah. agree with that. Yeah, at least like, just just bring him up in the conversation. That's all. Yeah, he finished top five in passing yards, and through like the first four or five weeks, he was in that conversation like pretty yeah, he like healthily. Um, with all the pieces they missed and all the shit yeah. y'all just talked about that happened with that team, like for them to still make the playoffs, like come on, yeah, no, I yeah, they, they, they they for sure. I don't think he'll make yeah. it because he he threw like twenty two touchdowns to like thirteen picks or something like that. Picks. Yeah, it's not yeah. not good. Like his his, <laughs> his counting numbers aren't all that good, but honestly, like if you your team you got your team winning like that, it's kind of hard to not have an argument again with all the best. shit that we mentioned. Like that, I can't think of a a worse season. Like admit, like you you guys missed twenty six people due to COVID. I can't think of a worse season than the Raiders had this year. As far as like that's hella people. Their coach got like yeeted mid like right before a game. Basically, like they found out that they were gonna have a coach the next week. And then two weeks (laughs) later, a player murdered someone. Like holy shit! (laughs) And then there was a never mind. (laughs) What? Nothing. No, it'd be funny, but it's not funny today. So I can't do it. Never mind. Well, you might as well just say it now. Nah, nah, no, my vote not. That's <laughs> how that works. So put put it in the chat. Yeah, text it to me so I can see that shit. Nah, there's a there's a there's a there's a Zencaster chat. You could type right there. <laughs> I don't think. Where does that go? This nigga sell where. You don't know that. Oh You've never done it before. <laughs> anyway. Um, so that was Sorry, you're a fucking Wait, idiot. who did, who is the MVP leader right now? It's gotta be Rogers, right? Rogers Brady. Yeah, Rogers about to get desperate. Hell yeah. The fuck? He's only thrown like what four picks on the year too? Like the fuck out of here. Yeah, I've seen no, something I was like just, two. You read every other list I was like, asking. Like like no, seventy some TDs and like eight picks. Yeah, nah, yeah. Rob just had if, if they give it to someone else, it's like what the hell are you doing, man? It would literally be Brady. I thought like, Brady hey, kind of had a lot. This your up, last one, but mm-hmm. yeah. no, Rogers is Rogers the best player in football period right now. Like he probably is, right? Like, yeah. I, I'm still gonna. Say oh Aaron my Donald. god, yes, he is. I, I'm still gonna up. say Aaron Donald. Oh, okay. Oh, I, th- I think he's gonna say Herbert, player. but. No, 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 no. I think Herbert might be uh, the future, but like I, Aaron Rodgers had. I wish a fucking quarterback on my team could throw four picks in a year. Like just how we yeah, praise no, Trey. I think Aaron, not we. Yeah, but Trayvon did give praise for throwing eleven. Yeah, like 
he throws a pick once a month of the season. That's incredible. That's fucking. That's really like he, I think Aaron. Good. But he's just never given the ball up. So it's like Trayvon Diggs giving your team eleven extra possessions. Aaron Rodgers making sure he doesn't ever give you an extra possession ever. You think it's the gap from Aaron Donald as the best like interior D lineman to the whoever is number two is bigger than the gap from Aaron Rodgers to whoever is number two at quarterback? Mm-hmm. Who's the question. second best interior D lineman? Like, I th- a lot of people would say like it was like Chris Jones from the uh, this Kansas year? City. Okay, man. They, yeah, they've been saying that say, the last couple of years. Yeah. I'd say the gap's probably bigger than because I I know like. They show like all the awards. Aaron Donald been winning an award and like in a row, and then like him getting them uh, PFF like number one grades and all that stuff for like five, six years or whatever they said. Yeah, yeah. even when Aaron Donald doesn't win the awards that he should win, it's still like yeah, but he's probably the best at that position, regardless. Yeah, so he's probably the single best player in football. Yeah. But, but I, just because Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is right there, I'd say. Yeah, Two yeah. Or three. both named Aaron. Look at that. Mm. Must be on to something. <laughs> Shut right. up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the the playoffs uh are finalized, at least the, the teams that are in. Uh last we didn't talk about this because we didn't talk about football. We didn't have a football show. So uh Oakland got in with a win over the Chargers. Tragic. Um <laughs> San Francisco. That, that that loss was so tragic, I shit you not. <clears throat> I haven't turned on ESPN in a week. I haven't listened to any of my football podcasts. I didn't even. I was glad you guys didn't ask to do the Monday show because I wouldn't have done it. Um, <laughs> we lost in such a fucking like heartbreaking way. I haven't been that mad or sad in so long. Like Justin Herbert, I think completed five fourth downs on the final drive of the game to get us in overtime. He can he <laughs> threw a touchdown on. He threw a touchdown on fourth and 21, and it was a fucking, like, laser through the middle of Mike Williams' chest um, with zero seconds left on the clock, like, basically a Hail Mary uh, to send us to overtime. And from all accounts now, going back, the Raiders, it got to uh, tied in overtime with, like, two minutes left, and the Raiders were basically like, yeah, we're just going to run the clock out, tie the game, we both go to the playoffs, shit's gravy. And then we called Mm -hmm. a timeout. And now their their coach and their quarterback were like, yeah, definitely changed our mindset after they called that timeout. And there's like, we called the timeout with like 51 seconds left. Um, so like best case scenario, if we stopped them, which we hadn't done all game, Josh we hadn't Jacobs been able to stop them. Yeah, like well, Jalen Richard converted a fucking third and 23. Like it was disgusting. But like we hadn't been able to stop them. So best case scenario, we get the ball back with like 12 seconds left and can throw up a Hail Mary or tie. Like it, it didn't make any sense. I've never been so mad. Like it really seemed like our coach wanted to prove the point of like I said we weren't going to tie, so we're not going to tie. Which obviously a tie would have been preferred from all parties involved. I'm gonna say that just flat out, the fact that they were considering tie in this game should remove any conversation for Rich Basaccia being a coach of the year. <laughs> that would be a suicide fucking move for them to just willingly go into Arrowhead like, oh, fuck it, we'll do it, guys. Nah, yeah, that for sure, like, them them having to not go to Arrowhead now has to feel fucking great. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm pretty sure they thought about that. Like, damn, we got we do kind of have some incentive to win this game. It's like that. The, the Chiefs have outscored us, like, 130 to 28 in our two games That's this year. Maybe no, we should, like, 130 to 28? Or something like that. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, Didn't they lose all them like twice this year? Yeah, it was like 45 and 50 or 51 and 45 or something like that. Yeah, no, nah, they, they they 40 balled them twice, so they yeah. don't want to play them niggas again. And, and twice <laughs> in like three weeks. Yeah. So. Holy shit. Hey, yeah, but you know, they say that. it's hard to beat a team three times in one season, though. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah, but dog, that game was... I I will say, like, we can talk about off-season shit later. I just can't... I'm actually excited for our off-season for the first time in, like, eight years because we have money to spend, finally. Yay. All right. So San Francisco got in thanks to Matt Stafford just uh, not being stuck oh in, in the clutch. <laughs> Matt Stafford's <laughs> so shitty, bro. It's incredible he's like selectively how shitty. shitty. Yeah, selectively yeah, when it weird. when it matters, he's shitty. Yeah. Hey, but well, ain't that not even sometimes too? Ain't that Clayton Kershaw's problem? Is that like he's hella nice until the playoffs roll around? Yeah, well, no. yeah, he's oh, nice okay. all the time. Uh, but okay. no, Matt Matt Stafford is it, like that's not even. It's not even that he's, he's shitty in the clutch because he has like the most like fourth quarter comeback game winning drives or whatever. Um, since since I think it's like they said 2009. Yeah, but he's had the most opportunities too. Either way, like, <laughs> hey, like you, you obviously can, have to have the most opportunities in order to have the most. That's a stupid it, thing to say. <laughs> if you no, because if you shoot 50, percent like okay, yeah, you got uh, 31 comebacks, but you've also <laughs> thrown 89 picks in the fourth quarter. Like, those oh, he's on the damn Lions. Like, until <laughs> this year, hey. like. The fact that's probably all their wins were was him doing game winning drives. That's true. I just, I just, I just know his ineptitude uh, lost me money last week, and it it looked like the Matt Stafford of old. And I don't like it. Yeah, fuck yeah that's, I mean, that's the gunslinger. It's what you get. I don't know. I was pr- fairly upset uh, just because we got sent home because of that. Not that we had any business being in the playoffs, but whatever. Um, yeah, I'd rather see the Forty ers And then because the. Oakland won the game and Pittsburgh beat Baltimore. They actually got in, which it was looking like dire stretches or dire straights for them. Like, I don't know, like maybe four or five weeks ago. Yeah. It, Shit. They, everybody's pretty sure the season was fucking It looked long. like dire straights for them in that game. They ended up winning by three in overtime. Yeah. Uh, against I Justin Tucker. Big Ben's arm's gonna fucking come off trying to get the ball to somebody. Did you, did you see what he did you see what he said? It looks so bad when he throws it. About yeah. going to the playoffs? He, he said uh, we don't got a chance. Like so, yeah, he says of, of the fourteen teams that made it, we're probably number fourteen, and we don't have any chance to win. So let's just go out here and have fun. Najee Harris Wait, put what? that on. We're Najee on. Harris Did put that really on his. Him? Yes, mm-hmm. Najee, Najee Harris screenshotted the quote and put it on his IG story. And said, "Nigga, what? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, what? Dog, you're <laughs> he lying. Did not. Yes, that raped his ass. Thing ain't say that shit. Yes, he said we have no chance. So let's just go have some fun." Why would you say that? Uh, and I think I, I want to say often though they said in their pressers like he just has like a really weird sense of humor. Yes, I, not, that does it. sound like stuff I've heard from him throughout his career, like just kind of being overly negative about everything and then coming up winning. Mm-hmm. But I will say, uh, the Steelers are twelve and a half point underdogs, so he's not wrong. <laughs> well, I bet the over. The over is forty six and a half. Or no, um, like bet on the them beating oh. the spread that they don't lose by that much. Yeah, for sure. Twelve and a half is a big ass spread. And I think yeah. the Chiefs are uh, statistically like the worst team in the league against the spread because it's always like ten to fifteen points, and it's fucking hard to win by ten to fifteen points every week. And big ass yeah. spreads be screwing you over. 
Yes, Cause like did. I mean, even like with his with his arm being fucking gone, like he was making good throws. It just took like a labor of effort for the ball to get to wherever <laughs> it needed to go. Like if it was going fifteen yards, like he's trying to throw it seventy. Like uh-huh. it just looks fucking rough. I yeah. I've never seen a quarterback crow hop that much. That nigga looks like a center fielder every pass. <laughs> that shit is just wow. Yeah, I think they keep the game close. Like Pittsburgh playoff football, I think they keep the game close. Yeah, I can uh, see it. And I'm still, yeah. even though they were good down the stretch, I'm still not sold on Kansas City's defense. Uh, I didn't put in all the rest of the other ones. They even the fuck Ben Roethlisberger up. Nothing uh, else. You, did, did anything else get decided like the last week, or was it just those teams? It was just the a bitch ass yeah, Colts didn't go to the playoffs. Jeez. Oh yeah, y'all. Um. Oh my shit, god. Y'all, y'all might have cost Carson Wentz his job. It's it can't be pretty. It can't be pretty. Fuck him and his uh church guidance counselor uh merch. <laughs> oh man. And the We're fact the time. fact that not like the Colts the everybody needed to win, right? Like all these teams needed to win. And the Colts went to play the worst team. And it wasn't like damn, like it was six to nine and like it was just a real beat their ass. Was, like we were Jacksonville beat the game. fuck out of them. <laughs> Jacksonville <laughs> beat the shit out of them. Like it was never close. It was never like, oh, okay, like this they're about to turn it around. It was like pretty comfortably Jacksonville in control the whole time. That That's embarrassing. Made no sense. I was like, bro, what is this? Why does this offense look like this? I was oh like, bro, God. like the Colts are like a good ass team. Allegedly. Yeah, no, yeah. I, I thought beat. they were gonna be like a matchup problems in the uh matchup. A bad matchup yeah. for teams in the Yeah, playoffs. I thought Jonathan Taylor would look like Derrick Henry when he plays you guys. He's a fraud too. Jonathan Taylor, yeah, it was it's nasty for him. Yeah, he had like, oh, one look, long look run towards the end of the game, but we kind of had him on else. And then Carson Wentz be playing straight too, but they just failed it in. I don't know what the fuck happened. Um, all right, so you guys want to pick the uh, the playoff games? Pick the winners. Yeah, let me uh, write these down. So that was the that was just hold on. Let's on Queen. let's do the coach shit first, and then oh, okay, we'll do that because I, I kind of had this like in the order of things were happening in the week. I know, okay. like, the all pro shit and the league leaders is out of place, but, yeah. Shout out to Mike Tom, the one black right, head coach. I don't got the outline, so hit it. All right. Uh, so, Monday, a bunch of fucking coaches lost their jobs. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. is Was his Black Monday been a thing, or is it just that name came mm-hmm. up this year? That's Why do they call it black? Think about it. All right. Uh, yeah. all right. A bunch of black <laughs> men getting fired. Nah, just two. Nah, um, <laughs> nah. Black Monday's good thing though. I wanted to let Jamal nah, like yeah, cooking that, that cooking that for a second. Nah, yeah, nah, they've been calling it that. Uh, so yeah, start with one of the black men, uh, Brian Flores. Uh, gone to Miami after three years, twenty four, twenty five record. Um, I so on that real quick. I know I didn't like that he got fired, and I know Jamal didn't like that he got fired, but then. I was reading, and I don't know how true this is. Who liked that he got fired? If you go, both of you guys didn't like it. Uh, I will tell you. So apparently, he had like <laughs> he he really didn't fuck with Tua and had been like on a witch hunt for like if Tua said something bad about the coaching, he would like call him out about it in front of the team. He'd go to other players and like try to find out what Tua had been doing and saying. Um, I don't remember all of it, but like him and Tua did not get along at all, and he was like OD being a dick to Tua, which I know is kind of. I'd heard the same thing when him and Kenny Stills were getting into it. Like he was kind of being a dick. So it seems like this might've been a, like a personality partially firing. Like, obviously you're not good enough to be an asshole to people. Mm. Um, so I think that makes a bit more sense. Cause an overly just, aggressive black man, huh? Yes. Just, That's but just on field performance, yeah. 
just on field performance, could, I would say that he didn't deserve to lose his job. But if all that other shit's true, then sure. Um, I so Ian Rappaport reported that once Watson wanted to go to Miami for Flores. Flores wanted a different QB. Greer, the GM who drafted Tua, and the owner Ross, who stopped the Watson trade because Watson couldn't settle his cases. They couldn't all coexist. So I think them getting rid of him means that Greer, the GM who's been there for twenty years, and Ross, the They're owner, with Tua. can all like go all in on Tua just because, like did, you said, like it was between Flores and Tua. Did you just say they've had the same GM for twenty years? Or I he's think like someone who's been, been there for twenty years. years. I've read that. That's a long time. That's for how bad that team is. If that's true, that's fucking malpractice. Uh, they they've had like some decent runs and like what? No, they haven't had decent runs. They've had like decent like two year stretches, and they're like nine years apart. They hella bad like that. They had the one Wildcat year where they won eleven games, and I think they like were had like like even before that, like when they had like uh like one of the Greasy Brothers was like one of the quarterbacks. I feel like they weren't that bad, sir. That was like two thousand and one. That's more than twenty years. Oh, that's (laughs) exactly twenty years ago. Okay, so if you still the the Chris Chamber days, if your coach gets fired after three years, but the GM gets (laughs) twenty, that's incredible. That's no, that can't. I mean, they honestly, I mean, they've they've had some stinker years in that span. They're worse being a one in fifteen season, but honestly, they have a lot of like five hundred, one game under five hundred, and a handful of like double digit win seasons in that span too. So yeah, I, I feel like, like I guess that doesn't sound like something that keeps your job for twenty years. So they're uh, they're pretty competitive. They just, I mean, one they they already weren't going to win the division every year. That was a promise. So yeah. you're you're going for a wild card spot, and you figure like. For most of this span, the AFC North was threatening to put three teams in, like guaranteed two most of the time. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I could see it. Like it, you throwing. I don't know. Yeah, I, no. same, you're like living in Miami. You're not really stressed. Like, yeah, we all right. Yeah. We making they money. They finished along with the owner. Like the organization is making money and shit like that. Like, yeah. I don't know. They went to the playoffs twice in the last twenty years, and they finished. Second or better six times in twenty years. I mean, I like I guess that's in their division. Sorry, not second overall. Like I, yeah. I guess I just feel like we've yeah. seen we've seen GMs get fired for so much less than that. That's what's shocking me is like nobody. It all lasts depends on the organization you get from, man. Like it ain't like the it, it's not like there's an NFL rule for you got to fire your GM at this point. Like it's yeah, like you said, sure. they're they're a good brand. They're making money and like they're staying competitive most years. Like I, that might be all the owner wants. <laughs> you never uh, know. Brian Flores' first year there, they had a negative 188 point differential. And the, who's that quarterback? Was that that wasn't who's their quarterback? Fitzpatrick. That Fitzpatrick. Wasn't he good? I feel like Fitzpatrick be good every other yeah, year. Yeah, he has like, he has like five six game runs type shit. No, it's 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 when he's coming in for someone who got hurt. That's when he like turns up. When he's just like uh-huh. the starter through training camp. It's not great. I remember he yeah. was cool in Buffalo. Then he got like a little extension. That's where he just went to complete dog shit. He was the starter coming in. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, that's what it was. Um, all right. Next up was Fangio out of there in Denver. Um, three years, 19 and 30 record. Uh, I didn't realize he'd been that bad. He's been pretty bad. I, it's it's yeah. so hard for me to advocate. Like, again, obviously other shit be going on. It's so hard to advocate for coaches getting fired when like, 
everybody knows your QB situation is not right and you can't really that's be it. good that's with no QB. Thing. Like he hasn't had a, a even a average QB in the time that he's been there. So I don't know what the like expectation for success can be. I again like other shit could be going wrong, but like their defense popped and that's what he was good at. And they just never yeah. had a quarterback. So it's they brought him over there for that defense. Like well, he's a good defensive mind. You, I think that, that that excuse goes out the window when like you've expended so much capital on quarterbacks, being um, them picking Drew Locke and then them trading for Teddy. Like it, um, it's not like they haven't tried. And I, just guessing, I could be wrong, but I'm guessing he wasn't just left in the dark on both of those decisions. Sure. Well, mm. it's I know they like said, and he kind of hinted that he does not like Drew Locke. Didn't want to play him. Well, sh- like <laughs> yeah, like. You know? I, I think Drew Lock, yeah, Drew Lock was definitely there before him, but yeah, Teddy, like bringing him in, I don't know what the Drew fuck you expected from twenty nineteen. Uh, yeah, like, I want to say he's really twenty eighteen. From I think Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, like Teddy. Was, but, like, I mean, it's like okay, what do you really expect yeah. from Teddy and Bridgewater? Like, yeah, you know? Fangio might not be the answer because I know there was questions about him being a head coach before he even got there. So like this no, may was, still be was, the right move. Drew Lock's year was Fangio's first year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Who was their other that's quarterback? That's how he kicked then? it off. <laughs> he kicked it off, or Elway kicked it off? Because Elway, Elway came to bro. I don't think you just leave it all like you don't leave him out. Like you don't leave him out. You need to make sure the guy can coach this guy. That so, might be the one. That might be the happens. one organization I disagree with that on. Because Elway yeah, kind of right. just takes whoever he wants. That's fair. I'm going to assume it's more like the norm. It's like John, you were good, right? Can he do it? Yeah, sure. All right, bring him in. Yeah, I don't think anybody was like, yeah, we should definitely trade up for Paxton Lynch other than fucking John Elway. Anyway, it don't matter. It's I just, believe it's, Paxton it just be, when he had it just be interesting. When stuff. Not, but yeah, it just be interesting when like I'm these dudes right. get fired when it's like everyone, like uh, you're going to get to him, but David Cully getting fired, like the team was just as good mm. slash bad as they were the year prior with a mm. much worse quarterback situation. It seems weird to fire a person for that or fire them after that. So third coach that was gone, Matt Nagy, uh, four years, thirty four and thirty one record. Um, but I don't. Yeah. It's like <laughs> they were just kind of underperforming when he was there. Like they had like some good teams that you thought like, mm-hmm. like they could make like some better playoff runs, but like he just never got to develop Trubisky. And, yeah, it's yeah. a hard spot to hire at. I feel like when um, you feel like you should have been more, and you already were. Yeah. Um, a winning team like and the, ex- the expectations for him were hella high coming off of like being on Andy Reid's staff so i think for and they went to the playoffs i think that first year that he was there so for them to kind that's of cuz they had that historical that, defense they were like the jaguars like or the 2017 jaguars that year kind of but yeah. like remember how many turnovers they were getting that's what Eddie nah, Jackson yeah. would get a pick like every <laughs> Khalil, game Khalil Mack had like eight strip sacks yeah it's like god yeah. damn but yeah i'm sure Danny like Trevathan was still nice yeah, if he, if his career was the reverse, there he's he's probably feeling a lot better. But to just get worse every year, not helpful. Yeah, don't fuck this up, Chicago, because uh, you can. They will. <laughs> oh, and we'll talk about this more later. Chicago doesn't have a first round pick, so I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, the Giants have it, right? Yes. Where did they go from yeah. here? You might want to go you know as what? Mike Zimmer because if if you're coming up short like the um. Like the, the Vikings was, that's better than where you're at right now. So yeah. Mike Zimmer, eight years, 72 and 56, one tie. Damn. Gone out of Minnesota. That 
seems like the proper firing. Like, hey, man, we gave you ample opportunities with like really stacked teams. And you still what was the it. next step for them that he didn't get done? I don't know because I don't think there was any actual <laughs> Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think they were ever going to Super Bowl, especially with Kirk Cousins at quarterback. Um, they had yeah, some good ass teams though. I could have seen them like they had. They have a good team right now, I think. But yeah, they just always kind of seem to be a little bit worse than they should be. Like they, they kind of missed their window. Kirk Cousins is like when they like him, a world beater, but he should that team should be better than they are with him at quarterback. He's good enough to win a Super Bowl. That's for, for sure. sure. Like, yeah, I would agree. He could win. Yeah, he just kind of does it. it. He's kind of like in that that Matt Stafford kind of realm. Like, he, he puts up like yeah. good numbers, but I feel like there's just something lacking there. Yeah, doesn't turn Especially the ball. Only over. one team can win the Super Bowl anyway, so like, true. It is what it is. But like, I don't know. Sometimes like Kirk Cousins, like Kirk Cousins had that game against the Bears when like all their damn secondary was hurt, and then they get through for like what was it like eighty seven, seventy five yards? Y'all remember that yep. game? Yep. No. Yeah. I was 80, I, I kind of lost some faith in him. I'm like, bro, Eddie Jackson's not out there. You could throw some deep balls out there, bro. How the fuck you got 87 passing yards? And you got Justin Jefferson and Thielen out there. Yeah, no, that's bad. Um, <laughs> no judge. Gone after two years, 10 and 23. RIP, Bozo. Hey, Twitter got him fired because they, they let him cook through Monday. <laughs> they got to Tuesday. Yeah, like, bro. all right, all right, never mind. We can't <laughs> let this happen. Uh Wilson. Okay, go ahead. He just he did absolutely deserved to be fired after he had that like uh rant he went on where he was like, "Yo, I'm still getting calls from guys that used to play here, and they're they're mad that they didn't get to come back, or they want to be here. I'm getting calls from free agents, and you know, uh, got guys in our locker room they don't have golf clubs in front of their locker, and then they suspend a player two days later for having golf clubs in front of his locker, and then uh the last week of the season <laughs> they they took a knee twice uh from within their own ten or something like that, like. It had to be space to play. Yeah, twice. There you go. When they <laughs> when they ran the QB sneak on like third and nine. Yeah. Some shit. <laughs> hey, space of the like punt's that. fun, but like, goddamn, that looks like you're giving up. So yeah, he deserves it. Dog, dog, yeah, that shit looked illegal. I'm like, bro, this is. And speaking of all time bad, he shit. All time bad uh, passing performances. I think the game before that they had like negative ten passing yards total because uh, Mike Glennon threw four picks. Elite White. Oh no, Mike Glennon. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Elite Not white. <laughs> nah, I don't think he's played Jake Fromm. I don't think he's played at all. He got some snaps in. He had to. Nah, nah, he played. Jake I think Fromm they kept, was playing last week. Was he? Okay, I was say they kept mentioning him, and yeah. I never seen him actually. The come elite, in. the elite white. Yeah, was, uh, elite white. the elite white. He played like in three us. games this year. He went fifteen and thirty-one last week. Oh, okay, okay. Hundred and three yards. Picks. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So elite. they must. Have, I, I think it was against Philly where they had a negative ten passing yards, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. Either way, that's horseshit. Get him out of here. RIP. Bozo. I did see a good story about his though. Like um, TMZ, like they they put out this article like saying that he was like getting over the firing by like drowning himself with, like a pizza and beer and shit. But like mm-hmm. in reality, what? Over, like, no, it was yeah, it was, it was, it was hella beer. Looking, yeah, they were like looking through like the the hedges at his house or whatever and saw him like with like a dolly of like beer and like probably nine pizzas getting brought into the house or whatever. So they thought like he was just like kind of getting over his sadness shit like that. But the reality of it was like all of his assistants, all of his coaches that got fired like with him were over with their families. So like, they were just oh, kind of okay. You know, like, I saw the headline. I was like, okay, I drown myself in beer too. And then I saw the picture and it's like, this is clearly a party. Like there's yeah. 15 cases of beer here. 
That was, that was thought that was nasty. Like that was nasty. Yeah. Like of a guy trying to do his best to, as like his probably last day as a leader. So yeah. like very corny. You um, should have went on like that Dolphins coach. I don't think he was trying to get fired, and he's actually the old line coach for the 49ers right now. Nice. Hey, you can't keep a can't keep a real man down. <laughs> no, you can't. <laughs> he didn't. He really didn't do anything wrong, if you ask me. Yeah, he was just being honest, was pouring his heart out. <laughs> Sorry, you can't do narcotics in your workplace. That's just <laughs> no. <laughs> the, what do you think that was, marital life is like completely beyond control. You can do whatever you want there, but. The thing that'll piss me off the most about that video is he's doing coke in like an empty office. Like there's a desk, there's no photos, there's no computer, yeah. there's no notebook. No, that baby. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you. I'm like, bro, what's wrong hey, with you? Why are you doing if this? You've ever done you coke, you'd be, you'd be wide open like that too. Duh. This nigga, man. That was a funny time. Shout out to him. He's a legend. Before we incriminate anybody further, uh, <laughs> the next firing was. David Coley out of Houston, one year, four and thirteen record. Um, I don't understand that unless there was something else going on, which maybe there was. We obviously aren't privy to all of it, but to go have, have have the have the same record with Davis Mills as the team prior to you had with Deshaun Watson, like that obviously wasn't ever going to be a good team. And you basically your the quarterback you thought you were going to have starting the season got hurt immediately because Tyrod Taylor always gets hurt. Um, I'm not, again, I don't know what the expectations were and I'm not sure like who they bring in next year. That's going to get them to six wins or seven wins or whatever. Like that would be interesting. I think that yeah, that's, um, we talked about this earlier, but like, that's what the, the Houston fans were saying that this was bound to happen because he was doing like no coaching at all. It was all the coordinators doing the coaching and they signed him to a two year guaranteed deal, which meant that like they never had long-term plans for him which honestly thinking about it like i don't hate that like because you don't just because like you need a coach because your last one wasn't it you doesn't mean you have to commit all in on somebody that offseason like you might not find that person right away so it's like what do you do if that's the case you do a deal like this and like you bring in a bunch of coordinators who you feel like are talent talented but probably not head coach material um with a guy who's going to let them kind of run things more than they normally would get to you basically have a year-long audition of people um, and if none of those work out, then you still can hit the open market like everybody else. Because like now you can pick from Mike Zimmer, Matt Nagy, Brian Flores, Vic Fangio. Um, or if you just really want to do another one of these, sign Joe Judge for <laughs> two years. Yeah. No, yeah, that, that's a good point. Like, um, I don't had Fangio been a head coach before Denver? He or he was uh, always the defensive coordinator. He was right? a coordinator for a long time. Yeah, so like having these guys who you're like kind of unsure about come in, see how they do for a year, and if it don't work out, just kind of get rid of them. Not the worst strategy, I don't think. Yeah, you don't got to, like, change the direction of your franchise highly on someone that you, like, only picking because they're what's available. Like, mm-hmm. find your guy. Find Especially, like, it's a Texans, like, as devoid of talent as they are, you're no rush. Find your guy. Keep getting them draft picks. I don't, I don't know or, if you don't they're devoid of talent. They're better than the Chargers, who have some talent. They're no. better than the Chargers? <laughs> I mean, they beat they us. they won. So. Not oh. uh, Vic, Vic Fangio was the, the first D coordinator yeah. for the Texans. Rex Burkhead's definitely better than Austin Eckler. Yeah, they, they re-upped Rex Burkhead immediately. <laughs> they gave him like a two, three-year deal. Brandon Cooks over Mike Williams, probably. Uh, actually, that's I, probably actually real. That's probably real. Or or damn close. Yeah. Yeah, it's probably close. Brandon Cooks yeah. is more consistent. 
He he gets out. Did he have another crazy, thousand yards. Yeah. I would love Brandon Cooks on our team over Mike Williams right now. I don't know if he got to a thousand. I feel like he might have missed some time with COVID. Or he whatever. missed. He missed quite a bit of time this year. I doubt he made it. Uh, I wonder if he's a free agent. No, oh, that that'd be a good pickup for anybody. That's a talented yes. dude. Um, or, all right, or and or just, to cap off the firing, there was a Reddit thread on the what was the most undeserving coach firings of all time, and I was absolutely blown away at some of this shit, dude. Like, um, there's some bad ones. So George Seifert, who was uh, Niners head coach, he <laughs> let go. Oh, oh y'all think it's even from Baller? So. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah. Um, he was for a 12 and four season with a 98 oh. and 30 overall record and two Super Bowl wins of the Niners and Mariucci is the one who replaced him. Yep. Um, what did he do? Nuts. I don't know, but they had him at the 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 day that uh, Mariucci got hired. Like Seifer was standing next to him, just looking salty as fuck. Um, Doc, his overall record's 114 and 62, oh, 10 and five in the playoffs. Did he dude, never what? coach again? Yeah. What the fuck? I would probably oh. give up on this shit too. Like y'all hate. He me. was he was the first head coach of the Panthers from ninety nine to two thousand one. He won five Super Bowls, three as an assistant coach, two as a head coach. Holy shit! Um, Damn, Marty that. Schottenheimer got it bad twice <laughs> after fourteen and two seasons. Right? Yeah, uh, he got fired from the Browns after they made the playoffs all four seasons he was there, including three divisional titles. Um, and then obviously the Chargers fired him for a 14 and 2 season because he lost in the divisional round. <laughs> uh, we, for, kind of I, I, I kind of get why they would do it. I, I think we had the number one offense and number one defense and lost in the first round or didn't make the playoffs or lost in the first round or something like that. But like, yeah, you we, made the playoffs we, if you have the number one yeah, offense no. and the number one defense. We've been, we've been chasing that fucking high ever since. Like, we haven't had yep. like a consistently competent coach since we fired him. Like Brandon Staley might be the closest thing. It's way too early to tell. Nothing close. Way to too yet. early. Yeah, I guess this right here says Marty has twice as many head coaching jobs as losing seasons. He's had four head coaching jobs. Jesus two fucking Christ. Twenty-one years of coaching. Jesus Christ. Yep. Um, Shout out to legend. Did he Harbaugh, died, like recently? Yeah, he uh, died in February. Yeah, Marty's gone. Yeah. Damn. R.I.P. R.I.P. Um, Jim Harbaugh, four years, no losing record, three NFC championship appearances, one Super Bowl appearance. Um, uh, that I like the by the time you leave in there, his whole team didn't like him. That one is a little more just it wasn't. No, I guess it was Jed York and Balky. That's who didn't like that's him. what it, it was. He was team. he was beefing heavy with them. That's what it was. Yeah, so they fired him. He went to Michigan, Fire Balky turned them into a powerhouse. And I guess, huh? um, like he turned Stanford into a powerhouse as well. I didn't know that they were struggling before he went there. Mm-hmm. Michigan, I want to fire house right now. Look at look at the record before him. I mean, look at the better. I mean, they're better. They're, yeah, that's a big I'm, deal. I'm that's kind of what a good coach is supposed to do. Oh, yeah. I'm not arguing that he's a good coach. Powerhouse is just a big-ass word. Yeah, I think word. it's apt. Like, they're one of, like, the most dominant, like, teams in football, in college football. Okay. Yeah, sure. Okay. They were one of the biggest brands before him. That's that's absolutely sure, correct. Sure, he, yeah. he didn't make the brand. but um, Jimmy Johnson, obviously. Um, <laughs> someone put Marty in here again. Uh, like Marty's here like want. twenty times. <laughs> Four jobs, unjustly fired from all of them. It's Marty and Jimmy all the way fucking down. Goodness gracious! Holy shit! Uh, Dwayne Casey was named the coach of the year. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Later. 
No, that happened to uh, George Carl too. Remember, he won Coach of the Year and he got fired. George Carl is a fucking dick. That's why. Yeah, nah, yeah. It, uh, I man, feel like. Dwayne Casey shouldn't be on that list because they won a championship next season without him. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, but, that, but he didn't have Kawhi Leonard though either. Sure, he did. I I understand. I am aware. But if you, if you get fired, like with Mark Jackson, if you get fired and your team wins it all next year, I'm I don't even really care what moves they made. Like you weren't necessary there. Mm. Oh my god! Mm, all right, that's because like, like his brothers could have did the same thing. <laughs> Yo, fuck George Carl. Yeah, he can eat a dick. <laughs> okay. Waiting for Ghost Rider out. to pay him a visit. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do your if picks. you know, you know. Oh, yeah, you guys want to do the picks? All right. Uh, so All right, get tomorrow, Saturday, first game of the day, we got the Raiders going to Cincinnati. Cincinnati's five-and-a-half point favorites over under a 48-and-a-half. Okay. I think uh, I'm going to take – I'm gonna take Cincinnati, and they probably win by more than five and a half. I think probably win by a touchdown. I think I like the Raiders to cover, kind of okay. low key. Wait, we're doing the wins, or what are you guys? What are we talking about now? I'm just I'm picking the winner, and I think they will also cover. Jamal just didn't listen. I like the Bengals to win, though. You just don't <laughs> think you don't think they'll cover the five and a half. I think the, I think the Raiders will cover though. Gotcha. What about you, Blake? I'm putting these down on my phone. I'm playing this shit tonight. <laughs> After this, I'm going to Emerald Queen, so. Las Vegas to win it, man. You like them to win? Damn, you think- on the road? Mm. Uh, yeah. Keep hope alive. Because uh, we just, uh, we're talking about uh, Joe Barrow's most sacked quarterback in football this year. Raiders got. Oh, yeah. The the the, the fearsome threesome. You know, wreak <laughs> havoc and ruin the, uh, the game plan. The forbidden threesome. The forbidden threesome? Wow, that's crazy. <laughs> Why is it? It's not for bit. That's what Tyrell just said. I just say it. Wow. That <laughs> hell <I> just. <laughs> All right. So you guys. Okay. Blake got the Raiders. All right. So the second game tomorrow, uh, New England goes to play the Bills. The Bills are four and a half point favorites. And I think I like the Bills to win, but New England to cover. I like New England to win. It's hella hard like to pick the Bills to cover too. It's hard to pick against New England in the playoffs. Like, I just feel like Bill's going to get at least one. I, I don't really see him getting bounced in the first round. I also just think the Bills are the better team. So, I could go either way on this one. It's in Buffalo. Oh. Does that, the last matter? Time it, does that matter? Is that one of the ones that it matters? It's it's very oh, raucous okay. there. I think it could matter. Yeah, Benny the Butcher going to be there. But I, So, the last time that they played in Buffalo was that game where it was like, you know, 90 mile an hour wins and shit. Um, so we didn't really get a great look at them. Well, the weather's going to be bad tomorrow, too. It's I'd to imagine. Snow we're yeah, we're I'd getting imagine. snow here. Matter of fact, man, I was on the road oh, today. Nice. They're, they're putting the de-icer down everywhere, dog. Like, I wish they de-ice here. It was icy for fucking two and a half weeks when it snowed. They're probably not going to do shit because it's just Yeah, like you have to work in it. Shut up. I didn't have to because they didn't ice the roads. Man, I almost killed myself at work. I wish you would have, bitch. God damn. Nice. Whatever. Son of a bitch. All right. But yeah, uh, I, I like the Bills and I think the Bills cover. Are we okay. tracking our takes? Oh yeah, I'm taking I'm keeping track of mine. Oh, good for you. How about everybody else's? No. <laughs> I have it on. I don't I don't care. We'll we can listen back. I'll I'll go back and listen to the show later and I'll have all these hit, man. I'll shoot y'all. You fine. only think you always only think about yourself. 
been saying that for 25 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's been legal, he has been saying it, yes. No, before. We, uh, allegedly. What, 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 our pod, what, what the uh, pod parlay would have covered last week if we'd have played it, like with the spreads? It would have covered it. I did it, play right? it with the spreads. Now the Chargers lost. What was the. Uh... Damn, really? I had the Chargers minus three. They ended up losing. Oh, shit. I have to. Oh, oh never mind. That's just. Yeah, but they would have hit otherwise. It was only five to win 35 unless I would have taken the Raiders, which I obviously didn't. All right. Um, Sunday. The Eagles go to Tampa Bay as eight and a half point underdogs. This is a pretty big spread. Um, I like I like Tampa to win and I like Philly to cover just because I think Tampa's like their calling card on defense have been stopping the run and they haven't been doing that as of late. And Philly, all they can do is run. Um, so I can see fit- Probably. I don't know. Uh, no, I think Jordan Howard's back. They had Boston Scott. They had fucking Corey Clement. Ooh, they, dusted, they, they, they dusted him. Oh. Nah, I know they brought Richard Sherman back off the IR. I don't think they lost oh, anybody. He better get them fucking baits. J.J. Arcega-Whiteside. <laughs> exactly. Nah, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside looked like shit last week. Speaking of yeah, <laughs> Last week. <laughs> Richard Sherman about to have in, in specific, yes, last week. In, in his life also, yes, but in specific last week. Richard uh, Sherman about to have Arcega-Whiteside in hell. Who, who like, look, guys, I can still do it. Like, no, he's not got in that game. game. So, uh, I got Tampa. Yeah. Tampa. I want to see. Is it? I want to see. They got eight and a half? Ain't no way. Yeah. I, I wouldn't be lot. super shocked. Yeah, I think that's a lot. I think. I can see them winning by like 10 or something. Yeah, I think be Tampa super shocked if the Eagles beat Tom Brady, who led the league in passing yards and touchdowns. Like, Tom Brady? Yes. Plays with the best football in his career, Tom Brady? Because he has one kryptonite. Bad quarterbacks. Nah, I feel like I feel like Hurts is like a, a tab above he's, he's his bad. Hey, if if Philly's smart, they'll start Gardner this week. Oh my god. Gardner in North Florida? If Gardner Jeez. beat Tom, if Central Gardner Florida. beat Tom Brady, uh we'd have to drag Tonyo out of the fucking grave to come back and talk to us. All right. <laughs> The next no, game, this, this is probably the game I'm looking forward to the most. San Francisco going to Dallas as three-point underdogs uh, over under a 50. So they're expecting a shootout, which I don't know about, but I think that'll be a real good game. I'm picking San Francisco to win. Hey, man, I got a question. Yes. I got the 49ers, too. I feel, yeah, this is getting, like, billed, like, this whole week is, like, it's going to be it's this big game, competitive game and all that stuff like that. When, I mean, just looking at the records alone, right? Like one team had to fight for his life to get into the playoffs. The other team mm-hmm. didn't. Why are the Cowboys seen as like equals to the Niners? I don't yeah, think so. the Cowboys, at least not of late, have been playing their best football. They obviously dropped 50 on the Eagles. Um, and the Eagles <laughs> playing all their backups. So like that's, that's not a great one to point at. Yeah, I guess no backups. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. Like Dallas, no I, NFL players. Dallas hasn't looked just you know crazy dominant to me this season. They've had dominant stretches. They just haven't looked that good. And I think what Dallas does well, San Francisco can stop. And what San Francisco does well, Dallas isn't super built to stop. Like San Francisco runs the ball really well, throws in a lot of trick stuff. I think they can take advantage of someone who's going to be overly aggressive like Trayvon Diggs or overly aggressive like Micah, like throwing some misdirection stuff and kind of get them, hit them for a couple big plays. And I think, 
Yeah, I, I think I think it's just maybe the worst matchup in the playoffs for Dallas. That's just interesting to me. Yeah. I, but, I, I, on paper, Dallas should be much better. I just think this is the worst matchup for them, other than maybe the Cardinals in uh, Dallas because Kyler's never lost in Dallas. I didn't know that. He, All right. High school, well, high school, college, and NFL, he's never lost in that stadium. I think I'm going to pick Dallas to win just because I feel like it makes sense that they should win. But at the same time, it's sure. like I don't feel confident in that, like at all. Mm-mm. Like, <laughs> like there there could be a world where like San Francisco just pounds the rock for most of the game and just doesn't let them get on the field that much, and like plays well, good like, defense when they do get on the field. It, that's a really good team that just needs to find like their best four game stretch right now. Yep, like that's it. And with their coach, I can like, see this game going either way. Same, yeah. yeah. With Mike McCarthy, like being so suspect with like his clock management stuff and like some of the decisions he makes, like I just don't feel confident in that unit. Would I be shocked actually, if they win by ten? Absolutely not. Let me let me get the Niners because I actually I want to see that meltdown. It, I'm um because everybody's like going to be home Monday, which means we can watch Undisputed on Monday. And um, oh my god, oh yeah, god. I gotta I gotta see that. Oh. Oh no, Skip! Skip might not show up to work. <laughs> Skip not, better not I, show up to work. And if if Dallas loses on Sunday, Twitter is going to be hey, Dak isn't bad in the playoffs though. Not, Dak, not. Dak has looked like good all season. Nothing like crazy be before chaos. That's what I'm picking. I mean, you know we love chaos on this podcast. Yeah. All right, so we all pick San Francisco. All right. Um. Wait, what, what was the uh, over-under? Or who uh, 50, 50 and a half is the over-under. Dallas is three-point oh, yeah. favorites. Um, I, like the, I like the under in that one. Um, all right, so Pittsburgh going into Kansas City as the worst playoff team. They are 12 and a half point underdogs. Um, I think Kansas City, I don't know if Jeez. they cover. I don't know if they cover or not, but I think they, they walk away with this game pretty easily. Yeah. You know, you you're talking about how um, Green Goblin was like slamming uh, Spider Man through the floors and shit like that. <laughs> They're gonna do that to them. Not that the Chiefs need a not that the Chiefs need a get right game, but this feels like that. Like, okay, let's let's find our you know our little groove this week. People have been questioning us all season. Let's get in our mood. You think- I don't want them to do Mike Tomlin dirty though. No, I don't think they will. It'll, it'll be a six to eight point loss. Like I don't think it'll be. Think, crazy. I think Andy Reid might get into his uh, fucking freaky play bag, like of the shit. Like oh, I was watching the nineteen fifty two NFL oh, championship game where they did this one. That's my favorite thing about a really good NFL coach, like watching Bill Belichick just do shit that doesn't make sense, or watching Andy Reid, like when they first started rolling out the like underhand <laughs> uh, pitch pass to Travis Kelsey in the middle of like whatever that fucking goal line play they run. I love seeing shit like that. Dog, I just got reminded this week that he had a son OD at practice or at training camp. Oh, yeah. He had a son OD at uh, training camp, and then he had a, another son fucking paralyze a five-year-old driving drunk. Andy Reid Andy might Shout not be a good to... parent, but he's a great coach. Sean Payton hey, would man, never. What you, once your kids <laughs> yeah. do as adults, that shit don't count reflect. Sean Payton would OD himself. You can, you can employ them to keep them out of your place of work. It does. Yeah, he he, he employed Our them to so keep them nearby and still fucked up. Points yeah. were made. You got me that time. Yeah, man. All right. All right. Yeah. Everybody yeah. got Kansas oh, City. Yeah, yeah, Kansas City. Yeah, Kansas City. Yeah. And then 
uh, the last game of the week on Monday, which I think the NFL kind of fucked up for putting this on Monday. Arizona Cardinals go to L.A. to play the Rams. And this is I'm taking the Cardinals. This has fucking Matt Stafford implosion oh, all over it. The Cardinals are four point underdogs. The over under is forty nine and a half. Uh, I'm taking the Cardinals to cover, <laughs> obviously, to win and hit the over. Nah, they gonna they gonna get Kyler Murray a little ass out of here, bro. I'm I, I think I, I think I'm going with the Rams, bro. All right, all right. I'm taking the Cardinals. AJ, AJ Green done used up all the little bit of juice he had left. He ain't going. <laughs> oh, DeAndre. <laughs> you know what? If DeAndre Hopkins isn't back, I'm changing my mind because they. No, he's cannot, not playing. Like any on like IR or some shit like that now. Like he's done. I thought they shut him down. They've been like, oh, look at AJ Green do all this shit uh, he used to do. Like, no, bitch. Yeah. Jalen will Ramsey not return does. this week. Okay, never mind. I'm picking the Rams. That, that passing offense looks awful. Oh, they got Buda Baker. You better lock him down. All pro. Nah, that, I, I think that game will be close, but I think I like the, the Rams, though. Okay. Shout out James Conner. Who's the favorite for that game? The Rams are four point favorites, which home field advantage automatically gives you three. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, sure. All that means is Vegas is cowards. Or not yeah. Vegas. Or what, who's the odds are you reading? Is that Vegas? Or is it the same thing? As, Bet uh, MGM. Yeah, Vegas. Okay. Yeah. Which, yeah, I mean, Dallas is basically only favored in this game because they're at home. If they're on the road, they'd be three-point underdogs in their game. Wait, Dallas in the Niners game? Yeah, they're Dallas is three-point favorites, but home field advantage gets you three points right away. So they're That's basically – they know, they know they're frauds. I yeah. think it's like – I think it's like um, a goddamn ACC football team or some shit, or like a like a Big Twelve football team. Like you could probably get to like the last couple of weeks of the season with like a crazy ass record, and then you play some comp finally, and that shit falls yep. apart because they get to play the NFC East like for most yep. of the year. So I don't have the number in front of me, but I think they went undefeated in the NFC East, so they got six wins out of there, and then five wins against the rest of the league. Like, yeah, man, kind of mid Sorry, Dallas. Sorry, Devontae. Yeah. <laughs> Rest of y'all go to hell. Oh, f- fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> all right, and yeah, that is all the games. So we shall uh, we shall see. It should be a fun week. There's, there's not really a game that I don't want to see. All these games should be pretty good. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So Giannis about to get back-to-back MVPs, though? What? Or, no, sorry. Did Yoka he, yeah. year, my bad. Yoka can't win an MVP this year, man. Is No, he's not. He's worthy of it. Back-to-back trophies. Hey, it's possible. With the way the Nets look, it's very possible. Fuck the Warriors up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nah, the Bucks look good, and they're, like, finally getting healthy and, like, starting to get their shit together, so I don't hate it at all. Oh, they had a 39-point lead at the half, and the Warriors only scored Jesus. 38 points. That's disgusting. God damn. Yeah, yeah. The Warriors have looked damn good though. Uh, Clay looked decent in his first game back. Had a dunk. Put it. Put one on somebody's head. Oh, he did. Yeah. Shout out to Clay Thompson, man, coming back, man. Yeah. That was a long road. It was. Man, they've been gone for like two years. Yeah. We, <laughs> Michael Thomas vacation. Um, wow. We're on Miss Boat Clay videos though. That shit was fun. Uh, we might not. You never know. <laughs> it's just how he gets to the game now. Oh, uh, I guess he he said he does commute with by boat. That's hella tight. Hey, did you guys want to talk about since, uh, except for the teams that are in the playoff, the the NFL draft order is finalized? Do you guys want to talk about any of that? Oh yeah, yeah. Look, the first eighteen picks are locked, right? <laughs> this, this, uh, this your yeah. season, ain't it? Right here, Jamal. Guide us uh, through. 
So yeah, the Jags. Hey, the, you, the, the you niggas in here got top eight picks too. We can all talk hey. about. <laughs> hey, so that that'll make our live show fun this year, right? So the Jags have one, right, and then none of our teams pick, and then Philly right now has fifteen, sixteen. The Chargers have seventeen. The Saints have eighteen. If Philly loses in the first round, they'll also have nineteen. So that'd be potent. We for sure got four straight pod picks, maybe five, depending on what Philly does. Oh, his ass better get back in here for that. Oh, he will. We we gonna put that motherfucker on a potato if we got to. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna just run down on him with the phone on on live. Like, hey, <laughs> <laughs> Jamal, the, where you think uh, Jacksonville's going number one? Where you think? Oh, that I want us to take Evan Neal. Yeah, I want that tackle out of Bama. Nice. That's a big boy, big That's man. Big Sorry, boys. Sorry. Oops. Yeah. No, I saw that video of him having Kayvon Thibodeau in hell. I was like, oh, yeah, man, let's go. <laughs> that video where he's like, hey, I, yeah, I was killing him in the open. It's like, this nigga clearly lied. He, he was getting washed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude, I think he's like six seven, six eight or something. He looks big as yeah. hell. They, oh, yeah, me and Blake were talking yeah. about him next to Jordan Davis. And he, Jordan Davis looked like the biggest player I'd ever seen until he stood next to him. Yeah, yeah, dude, like jo- yeah, I saw that. Oh, Jordan Davis is fucking ridiculous. He's probably gonna be like a top. Is he? Is he entering the draft? I see. Year? I see. He yeah, he is, and I, I see him going anywhere from like four to twenty. Like, yeah, they have him kind of all over the place. I, he might get that like Terrence Cody like concerns probably where it's like you're you're big and you might be too big. Like you're yeah. Terrence but Cody he, looked like just like big though. Like he Jordan Davis can move. Oh. That boy be moving. Yeah, I hope Jordan he's not Terrence Cody. Terrence Cody. Something's going on though. Player. Obviously, right, though, right? Like, do you all see like how how dominant Jordan Davis was? But if that's not guaranteed, like top five or something, then something else is going on. And these people are looking at them a lot more than we are. I don't know. That's very true. Whoa, hold on. I'm looking at Tankathon's mock draft, and they don't have him in the first round. Yeah. Some, yeah. Oh, no, sorry. They have him at 24. They have him going 24, which is still very low. He's got to have, like, some fucked up measurable or something, or maybe it's just, like, some low-effort plays yeah, in there or after something. All, like, yeah, after all, like, the uh, people do their pro days and combines and all that stuff, I will probably get a better grasp of all that stuff. Oh, yeah. But, uh, let's see. Hold on. We shall see. The Giants, I know. So, the, the Giants, Giants have. The Giants both have two top ten picks. Yeah, the Jets pick four, the Giants pick five, and then the Giants pick again at seven. And the Seahawks gave up their pick, so the Jets pick up ten. Or pick ten. Good lord. Being being Chicago or Seattle right now has to feel so shitty. Like the other teams that gave up their picks is Miami and Indy, and they both kind of feel like they have enough talent to figure something out. Seattle and Chicago are like so. Seattle gave up their first shitty. round pick for a safety though that doesn't get interceptions. At least like when the Bears did it, they they did it to get their future QB that they see something in. So I can yeah. understand that, like for sure. They got to do something big this offseason, though, in Chicago. Like you said, the, with the lack of picks, um, them being out of head coach now, them being a team that, I mean, what was the record this year? Uh, they went 6-11. and 6-11. and 11. Okay, so. In a division with a team that won three games. Ay, Dios mio. Oh, holy shit. Yeah, and, okay. and Minnesota won eight games, so it's not. You can't a, mess this up. You Yeah, but, they, they, they put the capital out there to get their franchise quarterback. Uh, you still have a, an elite um, edge defender on the other side of the ball and a great inside linebacker. And a great um, safety. 
You, and, uh, do you still have Allen Robinson for a year? Or is he out of there? Uh, he's out of there. He's not coming back. People are saying he gave up on them this year. Yeah, they they were breaking out a lot of their plays, and it looks like he does not want to be there. But I know before Allen Robinson was part of it, but I know before this year you said like they were the only team that was capped out and didn't have a quarterback because I think all of their cap is tied up. Yeah, it was it was dumb in the the, the Giants. The Giants are in that spot yep. too, where they their money's like fucking gone, and I think sixty percent of the caps across three players or something like that. Yeah, that they said uh, they spent like forty million dollars and a first round pick on Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony, and neither of them had a touchdown this season. Yep. So you have to for the, for the Bears, like you have to find a guy who gets what you have on the roster already, like understands it and can work with it, and like that's what he wants to go with. And then also like whatever money they can make to, to go spend on somebody else. Like they need to make sure that that, that happens on the right people. Like, cause you, I don't know, this could go bad real fast. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Sheesh. Yeah. A lot of teams, a lot of teams are going to be picking kind of high Minnesota or Cleveland got the 13th pick. Baltimore got the 14th pick. So some of these teams that like Baltimore, if they get healthy and picking that high. They can for sure make some moves next year. Yep, yeah. they're gonna draft Jordan Davis. That seems like a Baltimore thing to do. <laughs> it probably will work out. And he's I gonna be fucking it. filthy. Yeah, Clayus Camp. That's gonna add some some years on the Clayus Campbell, so he's not getting like double oh my God. no more. Tankathon has them taking together. Yeah, that's two big niggas. niggas Tankathon has them taking the inside linebacker from Iowa, but right ahead of uh, Nicobe Dean, who I think is probably after his. Um, after his he national just, championship performance, he's probably going to jump up a little bit. Yeah, they said, yeah, he just entered the draft. So, yeah, no, nah, he's he's out of there. Yeah. Will be interesting right. to see you for sure. Well. The Raiders. Yeah, are, not the Raiders. The Ravens are definitely going to take that Jordan Davis thing. That's going to be hilarious. It's going to happen. What if he's. Yeah. I wonder what, like, the teams with the two top ten picks, I wonder what they're going to do. I guess, like, what? Uh, trade. You would, would trade the Jags for the number one. That'd be awesome. No, I want. I want that tackle. They still got uh, Jamison Williams at number thirteen to the Browns on PFF. He ain't going that high no more. Uh, he might. He was good you enough. That knee went. Woo, 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 it, it didn't look great. Jalen Waddle got hurt and he still went hella high. Or he got hurt right before. Or, yeah. So I, I feel like with a guy that good, like he'll probably still go. Yeah, high. yeah. Jalen Waddle did get. Yeah, but he didn't tear it. No, nah, he what had like a foot injury. He had a foot injury. Yeah. Dude, this seems like a big uh, wide receiver. There's a lot of talented dudes. Looks like in this draft. There he is. I love how the beginning of every year it's like this is going to be one of the worst drafts, and then by the end of the year it's like, God damn, there's a lot of good players. It might be a bad quarterback draft, but every other position got some players, especially on defense. I think that kind of dictates the the quality of the draft. Those the quarterbacks. And he is like that's like the For single sure. most important position in sports. Period. So. <laughs> Kind of a big deal. Yeah, yeah. And uh, most of these teams in the top need a quarterback. I'm so interested to see what happens with Deshaun Watson this year. Oh, my God. I can't wait. USFL. Are y'all watching the USFL? <laughs> you turn the USFL no. pod? I don't even know what that is. Mm. All right. That's coming back? Yeah. Man, I was. they did a – oh, my God. They did, a, like, a this update thing. I was trying just reading stuff on ESPN – they were talking about, because I guess the WNBA off seasons right now, but they were talking about like, how much cap space some of the teams have. And um, twenty five hundred dollars. No, nah, it, it'd be more than that. It's like hundreds of thousands of dollars. 
but I, I didn't. They, they have a lot of player movement. Um, and then for real, yeah. Well, there's only like ten locations. Well, it's because like the, their cast space is so small. So teams like will like draft somebody and just like flat out not sign them. And then um, like the the, the storm are dealing with like Sue Bird said she's coming back, but obviously she can make whatever the biggest number you can make in the WNBA. She's like can earn that because they I think they have the same thing with the NBA. It's like where years in like you can make more money and shit. Sue Bird but, is still playing, bro. I remember yes. she came to our school in elementary. She's been playing forever, bro. Jesus yeah. Christ, bitch, hang it up. She's still kind of nice. Like, on a contingent, she's like, still, Uber, she still good. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, she's like a okay. starting point guard still, so she's serviceable. Okay. If she's still serviceable, I mean, I it's not like athleticism matters much in that league. Like, not that it doesn't matter at all, but like, it's not like losing a step is going to do that much to you like it was in the NBA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she didn't lose any explosion. She could still pass the ball. She good. Yeah. She better keep getting them puss ass checks as long as she can. <laughs> Anything else? I regret it. I don't know what you thought was going to happen when you started talking. What did you think was going to happen? What was that that rookie chick, Sally? Her shit's like 80-something thousand. More than we make now. Oh, so hold on. Man, that that was Sabrina Iansku, whatever. I think dude, yeah, I swear um, her rookie her rookie like, salary was like eighty three thousand dollars. I mean, I think I um, I close. I think seven, I might have made seventy that something. Year. It's seventy something. It has to be because uh, like they were saying yeah, like they uh, increased Asia it. Asia Wilson because she's she's coming up for free agency on the <gasps> oh, Las Vegas God. Aces, and so now she's finally about to be getting um like one hundred and forty thousand dollars. I think is like their their max or whatever. One ninety is the max. Ninety. Oh, I think one ninety. 190 okay um that's dope the so the rookie minimum is 58k ouch um and they still have to sign back like um liz Kambage and like a bunch of other people who were like key to them being like a, a title contender like what two years ago yeah and bill lambeer had them fucking cooking i, I didn't realize he was their coach but he's oh, wow. the one who's like going away and that's who uh, the game honestly it's kind of interesting i just hope i mean my not that it matters; they don't have to do anything that I say. But I just like, really hope they like get past seven twenty p. I know I only paid twenty something dollars for the league pass, but that was fucking brutal. <laughs> yeah, my webcam is better than that. We can all picture. Yeah, yeah we, we got to do better, guys. Nah, oh. yeah, but nah, yeah. Shout out to the WNBA, man. So when's their season start? They're a summer league. I feel like, aren't they? I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. I just I never see their free agency stuff, and I've complained about that a few years ago. That like you, um, like that's a big part of the NBA thing. Like, right? We care about like player movement, like what's going on. Like, they call it F five season on Reddit because like when free agency opens, everybody will see what's going on. But it's like there's none of that with the WNBA. It's like they, whoever is responsible for covering the league does them zero favors by like how they report their news and information. Like, it's just it doesn't make it to the same channels for whatever reason. I don't and know. it's funny because I feel like they could like artificially make that like just go find you a really good reporter and leak them shit like Woj because that's the best part about like Woj and Shams is like they get news hella quick come on (laughs) cut the shit but you gotta do something they gotta do something different than what they're doing now is what I'm saying like WNBA leaks ooh (laughs) I mean Draymond was talking about that on uh, the the Throw and Bone show because they had uh, Genie Ogumake on there Um, because he's always been like a big advocate for them and like their game and everything WNBA leaks um, but he was saying like, <laughs> the thing is like with the NBA, it's like 
everybody knows the stories of these players and like nobody knows the stories of WNBA players. And so like you have to get those this stories. Is jumping to, rope. Uh endeared to the nah, I'm, I'm playing, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. But no, you're right and though. Yeah, we need to learn more about them. The attention and traction comes with it because that's like a like what kind of helped the NBA boom was like the social media era, us having access to these players and like since yeah, like kind of all celebrities just because there's so few jobs inside that league and their faces yeah, are out there. Um, you can tell. It's like more player like, fan interaction and shit. So I guess like more than women need to make OnlyFans is what you're saying. No, I mean he was saying like people don't even realize like Diana Taurasi's like from LA. Like that's not something that's like really talked about. Um, but like there's a story there. It's like, but that's like one of their best players, and that's like not like a well known fact. It's like they, yeah. they don't do good a good job of selling the narrative, and that's like it's on the players themselves. It's on the people that cover the game. It's like it's it's a it's a whole thing. But in order for because uh, the conversation was like they they should be paid more in order for that to happen. Like you got to get the attention there. And like, that's a big part of the attention with the NBA beyond just the product on the court. It's like, there's, there's always narratives going on on the court too. So it's like, yeah. you got to get the yeah. narratives out there. We, we get to watch hella E sixties every year about like some random eight man football team in Iowa. They could throw a couple in about the WNBA and people would fucking watch. Yeah, I mean, just like every single NBA player was like the coldest dude to ever play in their high school gym. Like, this is totally the same thing with these WNBA players. It's like, tell that story of like when Sabrina IS, who's like probably put 45 on, I don't know, Hood River High School. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That <laughs> sounds great. I'd definitely watch that. All right. I don't, I don't think you're the target audience. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if it's never, if there's people it's never going to work for, and that, that's perfectly fine, but it's like, it's it's more sports. Nah, man, I'll check out some of that shit. Now you got a point. Like I guess, like that sh- that shit can help. Damn, yeah, I mean, like right now, the, I mean, golf is about to have their their drive to survive thing, their version of it on Netflix, like with the Formula One, where they follow them for the, the whole entire season. Golf is having one coming out here soon to for the that exact reason to sell the narrative of the players to get more people interested in the sports because that's what gets people going. Like it helped Formula One, it helped golf, it helped the WNBA, like it helped fucking anything. Like hard knocks is a big part of that. Um all or nothing that was kind of their sell too. It's like you learn the personalities, you people who don't typically watch the sport become endeared to it. Like exactly. I agree. No more misogyny. Maybe a little bit. It's part of this it's part of the brand. Um (laughs) WNBA leagues. 41. Forty-one. We out of here. Happy New Year again, nigga. You know what's more Peace. exciting? People care more about than that. The fucking five-dollar big box from Popeyes came back. People give a more fuck about that than what was in that? Leagues. Oh my god! Y'all talk about some chicken? Hold on, this shit should be over. My bad. I so the Beyond Nuggets at KFC are are fire. All right, but, I'm out of here. I'm out of here. <laughs> Leave. End the show now.